last time on D and D, y'all finished off the dungeon that is the Wayfair, and in a very cheaty method. Yes, in a very cheaty method by you know accidentally shocking an entire room of chimeras to death. <laughs> um. You don't like combo breaker? Proceeding to greater dispel of their entire existence, basically. Um, yeah. We'll go with that. Because <laughs> that's what that, that, that's all it boils down to. Um, beyond that, you guys actually got the ship freed from the ground thanks to uh, the help of Brander, a ancient brass dragon. Um, who apparently knows a little bit about Sebastian. Who then you convinced, eh, there's a light snack waiting in the valley for you up the road. Go ahead and take it. To which he did. Pretty sure I cut out like three sessions with that decision. With that. No dice check on that either. I mean, sound logic and argument doesn't really require persuasion. Boom. Take that, Frank. Yeah, I tried that with a meat, but it didn't work out so well. No, I'm going to extend the next session. (laughs) So, (laughs) with that being said, that's kind of where we're picking up, is you guys are on the deck of the ship, the dragon has flown away Mm -hmm. uh, before disappearing into the distance, and then, yeah, your crew, suffering from the effects of the aura of fear that dragons naturally exude, uh, is now kind of all staring at you, who just calmly and patiently talked to an ancient dragon that could rip a ship out of the ground, magically tie it to your vessel, and kill a gigantic colossal monster and leave with part of it as its snack. It's been a good day. <laughs> Lead us, bitch. Alrighty. It, it is not a stretch to say that there are some agape jaws of some hunters as well as the entirety of your crew all looking at you going, the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to look at them and go, <coughs> if he killed us, he killed us. Otherwise, he wanted he wanted something better to do. Um, Above table, Chris, because we were kind of rounding out that we had sort of tacked on or loaded up everyone. Are we actually going to go... You have to you have to go do that still to go grab everyone from the village that wants to go back to Elastine and everything. I mean, we could unless just have something it. specific you want to RP out in the village. We are going to go ahead and fast forward this loading of people into the vessel and then headed back to Elastine. Yeah, because you know the the Wayfair is like magically tied to us, and I don't think is really doing much of a heavy load on us. So the, if we can, the only thing that I had was like rounding out that like letting the the chieftain of that village know hey the fish problem's been taken care of your people will be safe now oh yeah yeah rpl like whatever sort of payoff comes from that one relationship wise or other yeah especially since i've been considered royalty right and load up another and just tow another ship out or have another ship set up to tow that'd be you know so yeah if anything Set us to get back to the crew. Like, set us to get back to the village. Let's let them know that the fish problem has been taken care of, and then we can sort out finding another another boat of 
booty to take back to Alistine with us. Promptly let them know what to abandon them at the same time. I like your style. <laughs> We're going to take like half the village with us, you know. Not so, as slaves this time, but... <laughs> I mean, if they want to go, yeah. yeah. Alright, so with that case, you guys fly back over to the area that the village is in. Um, with it being so deep into the forest, it, it is a bit of pain in the ass to get down from where you're at there. Um, with that being said, though... And this is your skyjacks? Yeah. Or at least us. We'd have to let a We'd have to let, like, what, a very long ladder down for everyone else to get off the ship? Well, I can see this going one of three ways. One, skyjacker people back and forth. Possible, doable, especially with Wrath and John doing the heavy lifting in that regard. Your strength yeah. values are higher. Um, right. Pretty easy for you guys to ferry people up to the ship if need be. Mm-hmm. Lowering down a ladder and stuff like that would require a cleared space. In that vein of things, if and this village is under tree village, coverage, yeah. If you parked above the village's location and then proceeded to uh, make some space, I as like you did I previously, think. there's also that that you could do. I was considering making a landing area within at least a hundred yards of the village. <laughs> Fire the spin. cannons, clear can the just, trees. Can we just spin in a three sixty and shoot the, all the cannons? Yeah, I was, I was exactly how we cleared out around. Around the Wayfair, let's just make a little and Chris, a smaller but landable circle. I know where you're going. Like, right? If we shoot the cans off, like whoever survives can come, but those who don't, like, you know? <laughs> no, I'm not necessarily talking about that way of doing things. But oh. no, you guys can t- basically take the cannons on one side and just strafe the ship while firing off the cannons. Yeah, let's clear ourselves a landing spot. Which, uh, with uh, ample, we, we have we have locals on our on our ship with us. So it's like, hey, where yeah. can we where can we blow up like a hundred yards of forest and not fuck with anything that the village cares about? Yeah, that kind of point. Like I can give you guidance on it. So yeah, you guys are able to clear out an area, a section of land to get the ship close and in down to the ground level almost um, to be able to embark and disembark. It'd be easier to convince um, people to come back with us if there wasn't any village left. <coughs> Sounds like a fight, too, but we can come he, back for the fight he later. He brings out a good point. So, uh, the chief of the village and everything like that you've spoken with previously ends up walking over. She looks at you guys again and is like, well, uh, that didn't take as long as I thought. And she's kind of looking at the you know destruction and everything that transpired without, you know, a word being sent <laughs> to her. Mm-hmm. Um, a little nervous, as you can tell, she was a little rattled. And then, obviously, seeing it wasn't actually going to hit the village, she chilled out and kind of, you know, meh. But whatever. Um, with that being the case, she's basically explaining to you guys that the, the crew and stuff that want to go back are all ready to go. They've brought what little belongings, like a bag of peas, essentially, to go back with. Um, they also saw the massive dragon fly over. Heard the roaring, shouting, and explosion of the mountain as he decided to leave and taking his uh, dinner with him. Um, again, without really being told. So, kind of, 
They've kind of had an interesting couple of days. The village is like high alert level. Hunters are like, you know, bags under their eyes, spears in hand, twitchy kind of people at the moment. So, bear that in mind. But she's like, well, if there's, you know, anything else we can do to help in this regard. What was her name again? Do you know? I'm about, uh, about the check notes for like village leader. Some friend of me. I honestly. Yes, but no. I know you're not going to have the name, Chris. I know who you are. Jill I have the name. I just have to find it. Uh, Spinna. Vela. Is that it? Ember and Vela exchange in Dwarvish. So I think Vela is her name. I think so. Give me one more second. I'm about to get to it. Arch with bionic arm is more. There's Vela. Vela, okay. She, she's the current captain. Okay. She oh, okay. Like more with someone arm. else, a part of the group of archers. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, Vela, we have good news. The fish is gone. We're going to try to wrangle up one more of these ships of the Lost Fleet on this island and make our way back to Elistine with whoever would like to join us back. Come with us. That sounds good. Um, I wish you safe travels in that regard. I'm curious what kind of benefit the removal of this fish might do for you all on this island. It seems like it was a factor that limited you guys from doing more here. Uh, well, realistically, it wasn't advantageous for us to build, like, repair any of the airships that we could or anything like that nature because the fish would knock us out of the sky. Mm. So we'll be able to actually start building up some of the damaged ships that are here to be able to patrol and survey and kind of get things moving along with this village. Um, Potentially, I mean, being able to get trade going, but for now, that's really about it. Um, that's all we can do at the moment. You got to realize half our population is going with you. Well, what could we bring back? Should we should we return in the near future? What do you believe you might want or need from Elastine? You just got to look around at all the like cobbled together buildings and stuff like that and goes, well, carpenters would be a good start. Okay. Yeah. Mason's even better. Um, Shipwrights? To a lesser extent, realistically, but uh, ammunition and things of that nature are always appreciated, as well as armor and weaponry. Um, Food stores, we we pretty much are self-sustained on that at the moment. I mean, basically, some some people to get some good infrastructure set up would be the primary, so that we can actually get this more well defensible and survivable and developed. I like this. Well, then, in that case, 
get everyone loaded up and we can make our way out of here. Uh, I got a question for you. Yeah. So I'm assuming we're on the ship now, right? Well, right now you guys are at the village. All right. Whether you're on the ship or in the village is up to you. Yeah, I've, I've, just, I've ended my RP for, you know, just whatever y'all want to get okay. done. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Um, 250 pounds of fridge food. How many months would that be, would you say? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that on the ship, but like. Less if it's on the ship. In your bag, it lasts a lot longer. Okay. Um, just for re- point of reference, but if it's not in your bag and it's stored in the hold of the ship, I mean, it would spoil before they'd get through it all, and that's assuming they lived on the ship for three months. Okay. Um. So if I did a system where whatever food I'm gonna have, I just take it out of the bag. Um. And I would. Well, to be honest, you could always like once you get back to the city, you could always go pick up another couple bags of holding for the ship that is true it's not it's how long is it gonna take us to go through the jet stream again like a, a day right you don't, to go through the... you don't know that, yeah right. that depends if i'm navigating or not all right that'll um all right then i'll, then I'll leave that for another day's problem but right now yeah let's just focus on getting the people in i mean if there's something you're looking to pick up in particular they'll happy happily help you get whatever you're looking for and load some stuff but if you're just looking to offload for the moment, to be honest with you, to get the most bang for your buck out of that, it'd be to pick up a new bag of holding, offload uh, all the food into the other one, and put it on I the do. ship. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Because, like, space-wise, you don't even have enough room to store that much in there. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you don't. Right. We don't. We almost have to like, like go in, go get another oh, ship, clear out that but, clear out okay. that husk of a ship, and store it in there for us but, to get um, make it back. But that's what I want to ask is um, how long will that food last? Um, in, in the bag of holding? Yes. Yes. Indefinitely. It's so, a vacuum. And it's, yeah. Well, I was about to say, as we're going through the food, because that 250 pounds is going to come to zero eventually, is yeah. I guess what we needed to ask. I'm not asking about shelf life. I'm asking, like, as a crew. Oh, total time. Yes. Uh, if it's the crew and you're living on board every day, uh, full crew, full complement, whole nine yards. You're looking at probably about three pounds a day burnage. I got three pounds a day. So, because yeah, remember they use a lot of other ingredients to kind of stretch food. Yeah, divided. But... So it's a lot of like soups, stews, things of that nature. Um. So stuff they can put in a cup while they're on deck. You know what I mean? So eighty-three days. Hurt. And that's assuming you're not offsetting it with the stuff you've already brought on board. Right. So, as you guys have, you brought a shit ton of like, what was it Drake meat and? Yep. A bunch of other stuff. So, like meat-wise, you got fucking meat for days. And of a variety, if I'm not mistaken. You took equal amounts from the fridge of, of beef, pork, and chicken. So, mechanically, <sighs> would this give me advantage on um, 
Yeah, you'd have because of the amount of ingredients and stuff you have when you're cooking on the ship with mm-hmm. access to those ingredients. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd have advantage on on cooking checks essentially to prepare meals using that stuff. It also conveys other bonuses if it's the meat specifically from that fridge. So that's why it's separated. Alrighty, that's all I wanted to know. Okay. Anything else from anybody else? Ember, you wanted to do stuff here, right? That's why we came over. Yeah, she wanted to RP out. Sorry, I had to remember to unmute. And uh, I don't have the shortcuts for that. Um, Yeah, so I am going to talk with the cat, the, oh my God, what is her name? She's technically her position is called captain. She's basically mayor. I was about to say captain and then that's all wrong. Like you spell a word and you know it's right, but it looks wrong. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go talk to her. She immediately as you approach kind of inclines her head and bows a little bit towards you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to indicate that she should rise and or stop, stop bowing, bowing essentially. essentially. Um, um, and uh, address her and say, we've taken care of the uh, two issues as Rath has just told you. Um, is there anything else outside of what uh, you and Rath discussed that you would need? Because I am not one to leave people in need. She's like, no, but follow me. And she takes you into the captain's like main building. And like as I described it to you before, it's kind of an all-purpose like town hall, mayor's house, old nine yards, all in one. Mm-hmm. Um, better than the rest, but not much better for a shanty town kind of thing. But towards the back of it, she ends up pulling away a bookshelf, pulling away this panel that's there that looks to be some kind of like cor- almost like corrugated steel type thing that's moved and gets everything out of the way and then you see where a tunnel's been dug into the cliff face behind the main area of the village. Yes. Do please follow me. And she kind of goes in a little ahead of you and through that little entrance if you choose to follow. Yep. Following. All right. So as you get in there, uh, it goes for about 60, 70 feet back. It's been carved out to fit her size decently, so you're able to walk through no problem. Um, you get into the final entryway, and it, it gets real dark for a little bit, and then all of a sudden, you get into this room, and the ceiling looks like it's a night sky. Like, stars spattered everywhere type scenario, everything else like that. Uh, however, in the center of the room, there is a very ornate, intricately carved and designed chest that looks to be a mix of platinum, silver, gold, brass, bronze, iron, cobalt, all formed together to make this chest. Um, The locking mechanism of the chest, or whatever the case may be, you see it's a dragon's head just placed down, and it looks like it's biting into the uh, outer face of the chest facing towards you. She goes, 
This we found when we first wrecked. We don't know how it opens or what's even in it. However, since you are and have proven to be a noble writer, this deserves to go back to its people. And Boy. since you are of the writers, this technically belongs to you. I'm going to bow my head and say thank you, and I'm going to put it into my uh, bag of holding what? to open later. Oh, just to, to clarify a little something on this one, it is like three feet wide, two feet deep, and like three foot tall. Oh, okay, so it's a chest chest. It's a chest chest. It's a real chest. Big boy. Is there, Is there any obvious, obvious way for me to open it? I mean, you can make an investigation as you're checking it out. I don't like, trust Like, try to figure it. out how to lift it. I don't I don't trust the, the dice roller on there today. Fair. Okay, you said investigation. Fuck it. 20. 30, 20. Okay. All right. So you're checking it over and stuff like that, and, and you start to realize, well, at first, from a distance, this looked like metal material and things of that nature. Um, you get closer, and you realize some of the sheens and the way it's designed. So like you realize this isn't metal at all. It is actually layer upon layer upon layer of fused and melded and, and transformed dragon scale edged in platinum scales and things of that nature. Um, very ornate in its overall design and stuff like that. But you kind of start to run your hand across it and stuff like that. But as you get closer to the, the dragon head locking mechanism of whatever it is, you feel that burn on your back again and a voice enters your head. And who do we have here? It's very feminine, very maternal almost. Okay. I'm going to respond back saying my name is Ember. Hmm. Interesting. Not a Janasi. A shifter. You take many forms. I do. And your dragon does it as well. I don't think so. Interesting. Above table really quick. I'm not crazy, right? A blue dragon doesn't take, like, different shapes, right? I don't think so. No. Yeah, I shouldn't lie. Above table doesn't take forms. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just ask about the lore to clarify it. I don't think so, though. It, no, they they a, typically like a dragon that does. They're a lightning shape? breath guy. There are a few, yes. Okay. Seems yours though is interesting. Can't sense it. Where is your dragon? Shit, we left it. Technically, in Elistine. <laughs> It's, uh, I received a traveling case that, um, is connected to an enclosure that she can be comfortable in when not with me. 
Oh, that's an interesting idea. I don't think I've ever heard of anyone doing that. Well, bring them out. I'm going to pull out my traveling case and open it and allow and call out. I think I think I call it a blueberry. No. <laughs> God damn it. So really the blue dragon. The blue dragon comes out of the pack and everything else and, and, and starts to like stretch a little bit and looks over at you kind of questioningly and looks at the chest and just its eyes get kind of big for a second as it looks at all the material it's made out of and like the dragon is it's kind of drooling at the treasure sitting in front of it. Typical dragon. Yeah. Quit drooling and fucking open it. <laughs> at this point the chest kind of is interesting. Why is your dragon so small? <laughs> That's what she said. Damn. She's still very young. So she hasn't taken the aging elixir? No. Fuck. I'm not sure that, that is still common practice nowadays. <sighs> you get the, this, because it's ta- speaking to you telepathically in a way. So you get this wave of emotion of like, what the fuck are they doing? What have they done to the order? Have they screwed shit up? What the fuck? Like this immediate, like going through the possible scenarios of them fucking up the order over the years on what is they, how did they get here that they don't have aging folks? That's, uh, huh? Well, either way, I guess I will find out soon enough. However, I can offer you some of my wares and things of that nature. However, I do have a request in that regard. I need to be returned to the current captain of the order for them to take possession of me. However, should I find them lacking, they will be dealt with. Fine by me. Are you with other writers? Uh, no, not anymore. Unfortunately, uh, the other one who is currently with our group, um, his dragon was unfortunately slain in battle. And uh, he hasn't been the same since. You get this like flashing of, of like images of like dragons tearing each other apart with knights on their back and stuff in the sky, shifting over to this unimaginable monstrosity, like ripping a dragon's wings off while biting the head off of another one. And they're all like massive in size. And it, like this chest has seen some shit. It's going through the possibility of scenarios of how this man's dragon died that it could think of. And in, in your head, all you could see is the little rat going, <laughs> it's smashing the baby can I, dragon can I, into goo. Can I project that telepathically black back to the chest? Please don't. Oh, sweet Bahamut, what the hell? <laughs> uh, we're not even hearing any of this because it's all happening telepathically, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's the even... only one in there. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. Are uh, her facial expressions enough to read like kind of what's going on? I'm still embarrassed by everything that's being communicated right now. I just. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
Seems the order has fallen further than I thought possible. Dragons dying in infancy. This is... You just see this, like, exasperated sigh just kind of happen in your head. Well. Let's see how we do this. And she, at this point, the dragon head latches loose and, like, the chest is able to be open now, if you'd like. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and open it. And it, you see that it kind of seems to, like, be able to unfold layers out of it. Okay. With different uh, it's materials, like herbs, it. different things of that <laughs> nature, um, a bunch of other stuff in that regard. But in the bottom of it, there are about a dozen or so potions just lined across the bottom. And you hear the voice in your head, it's the one on the top left-hand corner. Gonna go ahead and grab the one that they indicated. Gonna pop you pull it, it up. It, it looks like a liquid that's glowing somewhat, but it looks to be swirling with like some kind of like sand or, or gold or you're not quite sure which flowing okay. through it. <clears throat> you hear the voice in your head. This is a potion of aging. I do not recommend you feed it to your dragon here. And you get this image of a, a dragon just suddenly growing into a massive space. I'm glad you said that, because I was about to. <laughs> but uh, somewhere privately, because after they drink the potion for a few days, they are... Uh, Testy? Weakened. Got it. One, as well as uh, <sighs> uncomfortable. Aww, that's assuming like that they uh when they shed their skin. It's also there's a chance that your dragon could die drinking. Wolf. However, this will immediately age your dragon to the stage of adulthood. How long does it take for them to get to adulthood without it? Are they not trading you? Mother. <laughs> it's all you, know, you hear in your head for a second. Ah. A dragon's age is determined by several factors in this world. There's the factor of chronological age. At a certain point in time, and dragon reach a certain age, they just mature immediately. During a process of shedding and things of that nature over the years, they grow bigger and larger during the process. There's also through the path of bonding and experience, which dragon riders are able to exploit to some degree, where the more experience they are able to gain through combat scenarios with you and working with you, they are able to grow and age that way. And then the final way would be to take the potion. They will immediately become the size of their adult form, gain several bits of information and knowledge by whichever dragon created said potion. Um, and particularly with chromatic dragons like yours, it's a bit of an interesting scenario with them, especially since you were given this dragon by the Order and received its mark. Your dragon has been one born from chromatic of a good alignment. They have chosen the righteous path and follow Bahamut instead of the Queen of Chaos. That being said, your dragon, I would not be surprised that adulthood to have something resembling almost sapphire scales and taking more of a gem aesthetic possible 
But those are the three ways I know to advance a dragon's age. Wait it out if you can survive that long. Some people can. Um, but dragon riders, on the other hand, can technically. There's some... And you just get this image of like a young 18-year-old kid with his pet like baby dragon and the same looking older man scarred face on top of a giant ancient dragon battling some monstrous you know titan of some sort i hope that helps it does during that time frame of age is relative speaking for a writer and uh about the table really quick. I mean, with the, the dragon eggs that were just acquired, they'd still <clears> have to, like, hatch and bond first, right? Like, that, like yeah. I feel like that's not through the same... It'd be better if we beat them and dragon. bonded with them before we gave them growth. With, it's, easy, it's easier to mold children than teens. Well, with, in particularly the eggs that... Uh, the people who picked up the chromatic eggs, those eggs are particular because you don't know their parentage. So these could have been captured eggs. They could have been eggs from the like good aligned clutch. They could have been a number of things. <clears throat> but typically speaking, if they're not with the dragon riders, uh, the bonding process may not be even known to them. Okay. It, it's part of the dragon's genetic memory type thing. Got it. Okay. So. For all they know, it could be a wild dragon. That's never... Yeah. Okay. okay. That, that's kind of the setup for those. Um, however... Ooh, I do have to roll for that. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to say this. I fucking hate y'all's luck rolls sometimes. <laughs> Having fun, Chris? Having fun? Um, Call like, okay, technically, there is, a chrom there is a metallic here in this regard. Let me just roll to see what the luck is as a chance of a situation to occur. So I rolled a 100%. So in my book for mechanics, that's always <sighs> the best possible scenario you could get. Like if your luck stat was totally maxed out, you couldn't put any more points into it type scenario. So with that being the case... John, you hear a voice in your head. Oh? Something's transpiring. That direction. And you just see a flash image of, like, the cliff face. Okay. Mostly, mostly centered near the mayor's house. So I start following the direction that it's pointing out. So you get over there. And you kind of walk in because it is an open house scenario in that regard. And you kind of start looking around. You get the pull of this feeling and it tugs at you, tugs at you until you get over towards this bookshelf. But you remember being somewhere slightly over and this like sheet of metal was pulled to the side. So there's like a cave now. Like it doesn't look the way it did when you first came here. Right. But it's definitely obvious something's there. And that's that feeling is still pulling you in that direction. So I try to move the bookshelf out of the way. Well, it's already out of your way. It's just oh, it's oh. pulling you into the cave. Okay, yeah, so I go into the cave then. 
All right. So as you walk in, you seem much the same as I described to Melanie earlier. It almost looks like it gets to the point where it's almost too dark to see. And then all of a sudden you have like a night sky above you. Mm -hmm. Uh, You do see Ember standing there, her hand kind of placed on upon the top of this chest, a potion bottle in her right hand at this point, and her eyes are closed. But she's standing there, and the captain looks at you and goes, you shouldn't be here. You're not a writer. And then give me a wisdom save. Wisdom save. Oh, no. 17. Mm. 17. Nice. You hear a voice ping in your head almost for a second faint at first and you're you're struggling to hear what they're saying and finally it stops gets real quiet like everything does like you can still see the captain talking to you and everything whole nine yards is still going on you just can't hear shit right okay trying to find this dude's name where is he Okay. I had to find some old lawyer information. Sorry. <laughs> so, this voice comes through, and it sounds like a... The only way I know to describe this is, think of the most charismatic, stoic, you know, commander on the front line, boot on the head of an enemy, standing in, like, the Captain Morgan pose type scenario coming out, out into your head who goes tell that woman to shut up and respect the sky chaser bloodline or my first act will be to destroy her i repeat those words exactly <laughs> god damn it <laughs> <laughs> she immediately like upon hearing the name like drops to her knees, forehead to the floor, apologizing. So sorry, so sorry. So very, very sorry. <laughs> so at this point, chest. do I look at Ember and go, what's going on? And then I touch the chest. Well, Ember seems tranced out. Yeah. I touch it then. So as you walk up and touch it, you see the same space. The captain's no longer there anymore. You're standing there and the chest is speaking to your mind just well it seems we have another interesting another noble of heart <laughs> he seems quite content very well i shall aid in this endeavor and then oh, okay i will say at this point um you can depict de- anywhere you want it to show up, but you get this, uh, what it looks like a dragon eating its own tail, almost circle with its wings kind of furled towards the center of it. Okay. And that's the symbol, but you can place it anywhere you want on your body. Really want you to put it on your bald head. <laughs> right. Dead forehead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I'll put it there. on like, I'll put it on like my forearm. Okay. The mark shows up there, and as it does, you hear this crack, 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 and then out of the bag where you were keeping the egg crawls out this silver dragon, 
with this like specks of blue through his scales. And he looks Hell up yeah. at you. And that same stoic, like super manly voice coming out of this like house cat sized dragon goes, Well, a human. Interesting. Strong human. Well, well hey there. <laughs> Is it the dragon that's talking yeah, to me? Yeah, he's like, you can see him. He's like sizing you up, judging like your musculature, your weaponry, everything on you. I'm just looking back at him like flabbergasted. Like, hey there. So at this point, you hear the voice again. It goes, well, it seems we have a new rider here on the island. Well, it seems both of you require training. That's for certain. If you wish to be riders in full, however, with that being the case, and seeing as apparently they're a rarity, then you brought into the frustration of this this moment of hers of just not being happy with the current society of dragon riders. She goes, I will offer you the same boon as I offered your friend. And the chest opens in front of you, multiple layers come out. Now, Melanie, from your perspective, John just appeared out of nowhere. There's a silver dragon laid on the floor. But the chest does an opening for you. But I still hear her telling him that? No. You just kind of see him staring at the chest like you were. <laughs> kind of dazed and confused. Going to stare at him and sit there so, for a second and say, is that what I look like? Am, am I tranced out at this point so I don't hear her say Oh, no, that? you guys... Like you guys can see each other, but this whole conversation had been happening in your head, so neither one of you had said a word out loud. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> so, I don't know what the hell is going on? Do I take something now? Yes. Um, in the back left corner, there is a potion. You will pick it up, and only that. Reach in and grab it. Much as I described to Melanie earlier, it's it's, it's got this like goldish glow coming out of it. Looks some sort of like gold color liquid with sand or something or metal flakes or something inside of the bottle. So this is an aging potion. It will allow your dragon to age immediately to adulthood. There is a risk of them dying. And then immediately in your head at the same time, you hear the silver dragon pipe up. Dying's for pussies. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I like this guy. That's a Tom's thing to say. Uh, I, I like this guy. <laughs> This guy and I are going to get along. <laughs> so I take the potion then. Then I nod my agreement to the warnings. All right. He's like, with this, your dragon will be able to fight with you more. Well, Safely. more. <laughs> That'll be something to get used to. It will take some time and some training. Where However, should I seek this training? Well, technically, you can train with him directly yourself and learn to fight together and work with each other in different forms and formats. Or, if I'm not mistaken, there should be some kind of training in Elistine either through the specific order of Dragon Riders or through some other avenues, I believe, that should be available at this point in time. As she gets, like, tries to recall and you see a series of, like, random flashes of different memories of Elistine for a minute and then can't remember. <laughs> I look at the dragon and I say, can I trust you with my training? He looks up at you and goes, 
Well, if you could survive it, yeah. Checks out. I'm in. <laughs> so, with that being the case, I would wish that the two of you, as riders of the Order, return me to the Order proper. Whoever the current captain of the Order is should have me in their possession, because apparently they need to be trained. Got it. So, with Ember's help, we pick up the chest and start, like, walking it out, if you're ready. Yep. Thank you both. No, thank you. Should we cover it up with something? Because it's clearly really valuable looking. I mean, I feel like we're strong enough to, well... It also feels like it might be able to protect itself, so let's just carry it. Um, I agree. Okay. Your voice again as you're both holding on to it still. That should be funny. <laughs> what if somebody tries to steal it? They've tried. All have died. Nice. <laughs> oh no, I hope nothing bad happens to it. <laughs> I've got a new pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, this is serious. It's not one of your anime posts. Nope. Yo, this this are like... box is standing watch for fog monsters. <laughs> <laughs> and we've come full circle. <laughs> I feel attacked. <laughs> That's fair. The guy feel attacked. This, this episode is the attack Aaron episode. <laughs> Just <laughs> mentally. <laughs> And Frank's a pig. Alright, so while this is transpiring before they come walking out of that cave, it's been about 20 minutes outside of it. So mm-hmm. in the meantime, unless you have something you were doing, I will just gloss over it with you now we're log- working logistics, getting people loaded up, getting stuff loaded on board, lowering you know, managing the crew type shit. If not, um, we can go to someone else who had something they wanted to do before they left this area. I'm good. So, checking in with Aaron, you're shaking egg, so I'm assuming good. No, I'm taking note of everything as well. Just planning for coming back eventually. Uh, Manatee, are you doing anything in particular at this point? So, I dealt with the French food. Would you like to learn any local cuisine? You know what? Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, is there anything <coughs> special to this area they do? No. You walk over to the main central fire that a lot of people use and stuff like that. They, they do do some in-house personal cooking and stuff like that. The mm-hmm. festivals, things like that, would all be handled like around the main central fire, the bonfire. Mm-hmm. Um, would that be in the case and them getting ready to leave and stuff like that, there would have been like a farewell party the night before or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, so there are a few cooks still around kind of cleaning up, doing things of that nature that you could talk to. Well, first I'm going to help them clean up. I'm like, Hey, do you need any help? I'll help you clean up. Help is always appreciated. Huh? Alrighty. Well, I'm helping and... you as a one chef to another. Do you mind, um, sharing some wisdom with me that you might have acquired over your years of cooking? I mean, she kind of looks over in the distance at the ship that cleared a hundred yards of field out, no problem. 
and you know your massive minotaur captain the fact that even the captain of her village is like bowing down to one of your people i don't know if our food's quite up to standard but uh, i can show you what we've been doing with some of our local availabilities well they might be royalty i'm not royalty <laughs> fair enough um Yes, and as you guys are starting to load up a couple tables and stuff, take them back into houses, she draws you over to her kitchen area and stuff like that and starts to show you how they use some of the acid from some of the gliders and the lizards that you guys have bought previously. Mm -hmm. Um, They water it down to create a spicy liquid that has been proven to help with a few different aspects of their recovery over the years. Potion making bitch. All right. Um, but with that, if you water it down and make a soup of the, as the base and consume it for over a period of time, we should you should be able to at least receive some benefit from it. I'm not sure if other ingredients and things of that nature add or detract from it as a whole, but Alrighty. you're more than welcome to take this. And she pulls down like it looks like a a makeshift water skin, but you start to realize, no, that's the poison, like, acid-spitting sack from the monster that she's pulled down. Oh. She kind of, like, ties off the top of it and hands it to you. So, a water skin of lizard acid? There's a name for him. Let me pull that up real quick. Oh, okay, so it's not a custom item? Yeah, it's going to be on notes. Oh, just a, lot of, notes. a lot of the stuff for the cooking stuff is going to be under notes type thing. Alrighty, I'll pull out the notes again. That's Teacunda. Uh, T-A-E-C-A-U-D-A. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right, but... Yeah. Or is there an Teacunda. in there? I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> Fuck that noise. I'm going to send it. <laughs> uh, actually, I'll put it in... Campaign. Document. There you go. Campaign documents. Oh. Yeah, that's the name of the creature. Uh, Teikada. 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 I don't know. It's a oh, weird no. fantasy pronunciation of lizard spits acid. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so. As she's describing to you, basically, if you if you dilute it to like a one to forty parts, it'll make a good soup base. One forty. Yeah, one part of the poison or one part of the acid to forty parts of water. Alrighty. Noted. So, with that being the case, um, you've got to talk with her for a bit, and she explains how they do some soups, some some dips and things of that nature with using the liquid that they make from it. Um, um, what it, kind of health problems do you normally use this for? Well, we don't really use it medicinally, but we've noticed over the years of consuming it and consuming it as part of our dishes, uh, finally figuring out the right concoction for it, essentially. 
when combined with the right ingredients, it does offer a bit of resistance to the acid they use. So a lot of our hunters and things of that nature use it as the meal before they go out so that they can resist these creatures a little easier. Important question. Do you do anything with this in alcohol? She kind of smirks, looks, uh, looks over, makes sure like no one's right around the house. She reaches over the counter, pulls out a bottle and goes, sometimes, just don't tell everybody. And just sets the bottle down. <laughs> May I examine the bottle? Yeah. It very much looks like to be an old, like, rum-type bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been repurposed. But the liquid in there is thick. I'm talking, like, almost looks like frozen vodka-type thick. Ooh. She goes, careful, if you're not used to it, you may experience some numbness. <laughs> So a bottle of what would it be? Tecada. Tecada liquor. Liquor. Alright, I'm gonna have to test this out on the crew and myself. Besides going hey, sure. numb, is there any other uh, side effects I should be concerned with? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good to go. <laughs> uh, we also use it to dissolve things. Oh, acid, of course, yeah. So, be careful with that. Right. Uh, definitely have one of those meals before you drink this. Ah, yes. Hello. Don't want to burn through your liver and all that. Hello, ulcer, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. If you're really brave, you wouldn't eat a meal beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's one uh, one way to shit your lungs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're here for um, you. Yeah, thank you for the knowledge and uh, thank you for the um, booze. No problem. Sorry. No, I thought I thought my Discord fucked up for a bit. Wait, wait, you're frozen. You stood no, perfectly no. still. I was reading. You stay so perfectly still. I, I know what you mean because he gets it. so still that it feels like it's not nearly moves slightly. It's really weird. Yeah, because I was in another part, hair. and then <laughs> and then I see he's perfectly still, and I'm like, did my Discord break? Part of my job description, but. Right. No, um, aside from that, she kind of goes over that, yes, the, the alcohol does have some side effects and things of that nature. So mechanically speaking, uh, making that liquid as the base for a super meal or something like that for yourself to use mm-hmm. does give the person 24 hours of acid resistance. Okay. okay. The liquor itself, while technically it can be drunk, if you don't have the acid resistance, you're taking 2d10 acid damage to your internal organs. Nice. So serve, um, serve soup with that and yeah. then drink the vodka. Yeah. Um, beyond that, though, it can be used as a poison uh, that does cause acid burn. 
but it does have some secondary effects in that regard that would require some experimentation from there using alchemy. Hmm. So, now that you're up to date on that, is there anything else you want to do with this, or? No, that should be it. Thank you. It's uh, good information. Really? Um, I'm going to go up to the crew. Uh, well, actually, are we back on the ship or not yet? Are we still getting shit from the village? Well, I got to get what Frank is doing in this uh, time frame at this point. Because I want to. Well, who's with me right now? Because I want to let them know, like, hey, I have an important meeting well, I mean, or thing to get everyone together for when we get back on the ship. I mean, most of the crew, uh, as well as Rath at this point, would probably be on the deck, orchestrating and maneuvering, like, luggage and things of that nature, storing things. <coughs> In that regard, um, at this point, as you would be exiting that house, it's the same time that you would see Melanie and John exiting the mayor's house with a big fucking chest of, like, awesomeness. Oh, shit! Hey. Um, but... While that you know situation was going on, though, uh, Frank, what were you doing? Um, I am currently going through my bag on the ship, looking at the horns, the little like crystalline tea things that I got, and the actual like metal plates that I pulled off the ship. Okay. Can I do? What kind of role would I have to do to determine what I can do to craft these? Or like who? Like, is there anything that would give me any kind of hints or like? I mean, you. I'm not gonna make you roll for this or anything like that. But given the nature that it's a metal that hasn't really been seen before, cre- part creature parts that haven't really been seen, and the horns of a minotaur. I mean, the only person you could think of that might be able to work with all this kind of stuff would probably be Charlie and Theo. Fucking totodile. I mean. <laughs> It is definitely not in your wheelhouse. Fuck. Can I do an Arcana check on the metal just to kind of like figure out its properties? I mean, you can try, yeah. Let's go. So what you got? I got a 12. Probably not enough. Okay. So you're studying it over and looking it over and stuff like that and and this weird patterning on the metal and things of that nature looks very similar to the armor that Wrath wears. Um, but you can almost sense some kind of arcane energy coming from it. But identifying what kind and how it's made or what it, what it's composed of even really isn't something that beyond you would really know. Yeah. It's a little beyond your capabilities at the moment. You'd have to research it, essentially. Or ask an expert. Okay. I mean, at this stage, uh, can I inspect my eggs with any kind of check to kind of try and, like, determine any information from the dragon eggs that I took? (laughs) Which one did... You took the the white one? I took the white and the black, yeah. And the black, okay. I took both. (laughs) So... The Oreo yeah. collection. Take a look at your character real quick. Look, man, these um, I stole them. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, they're both the same for you. 
So, Arcana or History Check will reveal different information depending. So, your choice on which one. They're both a six for you, so... Well, does my proficiency in history do anything? Well, I have proficiency in both, so I don't... Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's kind of equaled out to be the same. I'm trying to think of which one might give me better information. Um. So wait, what were those now? Uh, a white and black his... dragon egg. Oh. Yeah, it's a white. Yeah, white and black uh, dragon egg. He can either make an arcana or history check. Each one would reveal different information. Shit. But he's got to pick one. And I'm proficient in both, so I don't know which one would give me like. History would give you like what other people have seen these kind of eggs do. Really, you just want to go with your highest number. Yeah, but they're, they're the, the same. same. But they're both the same, oh. so it's a that's, that's a conundrum. Like, Whichever is higher on your character sheet, Arcana my guy. would give you these. They're, they're the same. Arcana no, whichever would give you higher on the list. Numbers. But that's the thing. They're both the same numbers for it. No, 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 no. are on the list. Just on the list, the meaning one. fuck it. Arcana. Arcana. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, the list, the list, the list, the list, the list, the list. The list, the list. Stop. Stop. What do you want? Shut up, Aaron. <laughs> 21. <laughs> 21. Okay. Twilight. Twilight. <laughs> With a 21. Uh, in Arcana, black dragons yeah. are, are synonymous with uh, swamps, acid, decay, things of that nature. A lot of them, the older, more notable ones that would have been written in Arcana books and stuff like that, because there are weapons made from those, um, would be Draco Liches or Necromancers of the highest degree. Whereas, on the other hand of that, White Dragons are actually known, sadly, most notably in Arcana, for their ability of their scales, their heartstrings, and their body parts and things of that nature are one of the components needed to make a what's called a bag of colding. Basically think about it as a semi-magical oh, yeah. <laughs> small bag of holding that can store meat and stuff in it like a refrigerator for a long time. Um beyond that though about those there wouldn't be much information under Arcana for them because they're more bestial. Would be the only other reference that you'd be aware of. Fuck, I should have used animal handling. <laughs> so, with that being said, that's kind of the information you can kind of recall off the top of your head. Um, given access to research material or, or some kind of way to find more info, um, either through a knowledgeable contact or whatever the case may be, would be your next option. Um, but that's it for the moment. The conditions for your egg to be able to grow and hatch, you would not be aware of. Shit. From this. You can history check. Um, I'm just going to slide those back in my bag the whole thing. Yeah, that's right. pretty much all the things that I had to inspect right now. All right. If you're good with that, then we'll get to the point where everybody basically is kind of grouping up towards the center of town. Um, uh, I do I do got one thing I want to do, but that'll be like when we get back on the ship. Um, okay. I want to try making um, use some of the drink meat and then try taking that acid, try making a dip out of it. 
Uh, I'm not sure how I can make chips unless it's like potato chips. Uh, yeah, they, they. But yeah, a bunch of party shit, basically. You're a monster. I mean, oiled fried potato or, you know, ground up corn <laughs> flour fried. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Been around for I was thinking forever. tortilla initially, but I'm like, wait, how would I be able to do tortilla? So I'm just going to do potato because I know that can be yeah. a thing. Um, anyway, I'm probably going to roll a survival for that, wouldn't I? Well, no, that's cooking. Oh, yeah. So my proficiency? Yeah, that would be your cooking utensil. So it'd be proficient. In this case, it would be. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think how I would do this. Dexterity proficiency? Yeah, because you'd be whipping up a dip and stuff like that. So dexterity plus proficiency. Uh, 25. All right, yeah, you whip together a, a nice little, like, <coughs> chunky, like, almost like a bean dip, but made of meat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, throw together some... Some yeah. acid? <laughs> well, throwing together some, like, chips and things of that nature. Yeah. Um, getting stuff ready, but you, you put the acid and the meat together to make the dip. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm assuming you diluted it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, so you do it down the setup thing. <laughs> so you do all this setup. Uh, are you trying it yourself first? Yeah, I'm trying it myself. I'm not going to be that much of a right. bastard. Uh, make a constitution saving throw. Uh, 14. Okay, you're good. Uh, with that being said, you gain. Oh, wow. Okay. That's how we're going tonight. Uh, 12 temporary hit points and acid resistance for 24 hours. Yeah. Wait, where would we put temporary HP at? If you click on your HP, it'll bring up an area that shows on the right-hand side. I see. Wait. Yeah. Maybe. Yep. 12. Right. So you have 12 temporary hit points and acid resistance for 24 hours. Alrighty, for 24 hours. Alright. So I could drink more. God damn it. <laughs> I'm gonna drink more. So... Uh, you're going to try to drink some of the alcohol, yeah? Just a little bit more. I want to get buzzed. All right, well, you haven't drank the alcohol yet. You only ate the food. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so, but you can drink the alcohol now. Go ahead and make your next constitution saving throw. This motherfucker's buffing up for war, and we're just can, uh, I, can I help him with a con roll to help him digest it? A war with my liver. Sadly, this is internal, so now no assistance can be provided. <laughs> Uh, I can't 10. climb into them. <laughs> What'd you get? Ten. Okay, I will say this. Gilgamesh, you're kind of getting a little peckish. You kind of walk into the galley at this point. You see a Ollie in a flurry of stuff pulls together. There's this little bean dip looking thing. She's got all these chips laid out around it. She picks up a chip, eats it, throws it down her beak. Fuck nods yeah. her head approvingly. Yeah, it tastes great. And then you see her pull out this bottle out of her bag. Tilt it back, put it there, 
set the bottle down on the counter. And down she goes. Just <laughs> immediately. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Birdman down. Looking at this, that was the old, like, no persuasion checks or anything. That was all the persuasion that I needed. I'm going to look at Arya be like, fucking Totodile. And then I'm going to walk <laughs> up and I'm going to take a chip and put it in the dip and eat it myself. Alright. You gain eight temporary hit points and acid resistance for 24 hours. Wait, I got the positive effect? Why? <laughs> I will also... I'm, I'm following behind Rasmin. Yeah, yeah, I will also. <laughs> Me and my dragon are eating, by the way. I'm going to look down at... Oh, let's see. John, you got 11 hit points and acid resistance. Wrath got 8 hit points and acid resistance. I'm assuming Amber's grabbing lunch, too? Yeah. Yeah. Said I got eleven. Oh, yeah. These are all temp, yeah, right? Right. Yeah, temporary okay. hit points. Uh, um, Ember got just, five temporary hit points and acid resist for eight hours. Do we just write down the acid resistance for eight hours, just in notes or whatever? You can, if you in D and D Beyond, if you mm -hmm. click on the defenses area right below the inspiration. Yeah, yeah. Conditions. Conditions. Under customize, you could choose resistance and then choose acid. It's a learning experience for us all. There you go. Uh, was it the chip, chip dip? dip? Yep. Did the all dragon get anything? Uh, the dragon ate oh. it. My dragon eats people food. Three. <laughs> Temporary hit points. Yeah. I don't even know what it, it has for hit points right now, just but just more than it was. Is Elia the only person that got knocked unconscious by the food that they prepped? No, uh, he's well, the one no, that no, drank the, the liquor. It was the There's a bottle sitting there. I want to take I, a chug of that. Yeah, I was going to say, can I drink that too? <laughs> Constitution saving throws. I have acid resist. But I'll still I also it. have acid resist. 22. Let's see, I Constitution feel. saving throw. Oh god, 11. <laughs> okay. So, John kind of pulls out a couple glasses, pours some for himself, pours some for Toto Dial. Cheers moment. They both tip the glasses back. Toto Dial goes down with his glass. <laughs> Before, let me let me RP this beforehand though. As I'm passing out. F f fucking Toto. And then I just hit the floor. <laughs> Meanwhile, John, you feel a, a really good burn in the chest, followed by like a very warm sensation through your belly. And you kind of Burp, and then there's this green <laughs> bubble that comes out and just pops, <laughs> splashes on the table a little bit. You see a little sizzling of the metal table. <laughs> Hell yeah, uh, it's like the shit we used to drink in the army. <laughs> on a side note, you can't feel half your face. <laughs> <laughs> Can I wake Totodile up? Is there any way I could? Oh no, that is a failed check on that poison. He is down, down for 24 hours. <laughs> you tell me he can't just punch the shit out of me until I wake up. <laughs> I didn't say he couldn't do that. I just said it wouldn't do anything to wake you up. <laughs> yeah, but could he though? Like, just let him do it. <laughs> punch you to consciousness or turn you into a meat paste? Which one are you going for here? <laughs> Only yes. one of them wow. viable option. The answer to that question is yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. To be so. Anywho. Moving right along from that scenario, um, you guys have prepped everything. You end up, you know, loading up, saying goodbyes, all that type of stuff. Um, some of you do. Some of you were unconscious in the galley at the moment. Thank you for saying um, that. I was like, how? How can I? <laughs> Your weekend at Bernie'sing you on the side of the ship. Okay, like, we can't. We can't leave our navigators fucked up. <laughs> well, in that regard, you have the lieutenant. <laughs> oh, I say it's probably for the best. <laughs> I actually sigh a bit of relief. We might actually get through without losing anyone this time. I wonder if Elia um, planned this from the start. <laughs> Good job, Aaron, Bird Buddy. I, I, I grab his wing and I just high five him. I'm, I'm, I'm going to need you to calm down, Aaron. Tying yourself down and walking is not the same as losing else. <laughs> Securing yourself and walking about the ship. <laughs> um. um <laughs> you guys make your way over to the uh, cliff face that once was a canyon. Um, it looks like there was a, a definitely a fierce battle with like large gouges into the rock faces and stuff that's still remaining. Um, there are some like smashed smaller creatures that have been like stepped on and mangled. Um, meanwhile, the other half of the canyon that was there. Uh, is now decimated into what looks like a rocky shore scenario out towards the waterways. Um, there looks to be some kind of sort of dip out that was once a cave structure of some sort. And nestled firmly against one side is the ship the lieutenant came on. Yes. And we all Take see this. Yeah. He leans over to you and goes, I take it we're bringing the ship home? Yes. I think it... so, yeah. Hell yeah. Right, Can't you... fly itself? Is it good for flight? Not without repairs. Not without repairs? I can All get right. it airborne, but that's about it. I have no control in that regard otherwise, so we're going to have to mount it and strap it down to our side and carry it with us for more control. Is it a full-size ship, or is it more of just a smaller... It was a, it was smaller than your guys's by quite a bit. It was a, just yeah. a small sloop. Um, yeah, would it would it take up the would because it, it, it sounds like it just strap at the side of like our ship. And we could still actually tow like another wrecked ship. Well, we got that. Well, no, because you ship. still have that big ass one on the other side. Yeah, we have. Well, we have the Wayfair. Yeah, yeah, we have the Wayfair. We could get the small it, little skip with its weight mm-hmm. and this, unless you want to crawl back. Okay, I was. That's what I was trying to figure out. Is it what if yeah. we had capped out the three hundred ton like carrying capacity, basically? Oh yeah, for... you were like two hundred ninety nine point nine. Sweet. All right, <laughs> especially with all the people on it. Yeah, we've because yeah. we've hit like our one twenty crew passenger capacity and everything. So let's uh, let's not yeah. get too far by calling them people. Seems like a good time to grow <laughs> our dragons. Add some more weight. <laughs> Just bring it right out the air. Right. <laughs> We're going right. nowhere. Um, but no, at this point, they, they fire off a couple of ballistas with ropes attached to kind of drag it up um, alongside and tie it and fasten it to your current ship to kind of keep it there. Um, they do go over and re- recover and retrieve what they can from it as far as like personal effects <coughs> and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, not much else is done with it at the moment until they get it back into port to repair. Um, 
But at this point in time, Lieutenant comes back over to you and goes, well, uh, there's nothing else we need to do here, Captain. Um, shall we make way for Alistine? I believe we're ready for launch. Let's get out of here. All right. He goes, since our navigator is currently indisposed. We're better uh, off this way, Lieutenant. <laughs> if you don't mind, you. Captain, I will step in for the moment in that role. Thank you, Lieutenant. And his total on that roll is a 29. I think we're so, navigated. Yeah, with with the improvement of his crew helping yours, and they are definitely a crew that ex is experienced and has worked together for a while, so they know the shorthands, they know how to communicate, they know what they're doing. They're able to get you guys on course, strapped down, set up, and ready to go th back through the jet stream to Elistine in like an hour most to get weight balance shifted, set up, get everything prepped and ready alignment set to actually just enter directly into the jet stream. Hold on yards, uh, hitting the jet stream. You remember all the turbulence, all the, all the stuff you went through, all the crap, but you see the Lieutenant like adjusting helm next to you, mm -hmm. looking at the maps and things that are in front of him that you guys have, you know, charted out. Right. And, and he's literally like, yeah, that, now and turns the wheel and smooth ride the whole way through. Not a single bump. No, no eddies were hit. Nothing. Just want to let you all know these are all things I didn't do. <laughs> <laughs> Never would have guessed, my guy. We know. <laughs> Wanted to make sure. That's all. As you're passed so. out on the table in the galley. What's this lieutenant's <laughs> name again? Uh. I, gave I love asking you this question, but I want to actually like, know. Yeah. Um, here, let me see. I don't think I ever gave. His name's Lieutenant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, 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 my rank. I don't have Lieutenant anyway. His new name is Lieutenant Dan. Wait, what if it's Go Charlie? Ahead. What if it was Charlie, the one ship hand that I named? No, that was Tom. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. That, was, no, that was an archer. That was an archer where it was a part of the Lieutenant's crew out in the woods. Please let it be Tom. That was on the ship. That's the sailor, Sailor Tom. Yeah. Please let it be Sailor Tom. Yeah. Because Tom was playing voice lines, but by default became Sailor Tom. Like a fucking G. You guys all know Tom, right? <laughs> so, with that being the case, you guys make your way to Elastine proper. Um, coming out the jet stream at a ridiculous speed, and once you come out of it, you hit the the stagnant air that is the world itself, not the currents that you're used to traveling at this point. Mm -hmm. You come out at a massive speed, wind hits the sail, you guys pick up, and you're at full speed coming out. Like, no hesitation, no slowdown, no nothing. You're just woof and going. And at this point, the lieutenant kind of goes, oh, I'm so glad to see the city. Uh. Honest with you, I kind of resigned myself to that fucking island. <laughs> Was that enough time for me to wake up or no? <laughs> At this point, yeah, you would be waking uh, up. Do we okay. no longer have the acid resistance because it's been 24 hours? Yes. And the temporary no. HP gone. Man, I'm glad I slept through that. <laughs> the temporary HP is also gone? Yeah, it would all disappear. The oh, benefits probably... would disappear after 24 hours. Yeah, 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 we long rested at that point. Yes, y'all would have oh. long rested. So, 
Okay, I figured. figured you out. guys start to get towards the Garrick side of the, the upper tier where the port is for the Garrick Estates and stuff like that. Mm. And as you guys are coming in, there's a lot of commotion, a lot of guys moving around the ports and docks and stuff like that. Uh, you do see this new apparatus that's been kind of fastened with these like arms that move over, grab one of those small sloops that's in one of the larger bays, and just pick it up, rotate itself, and move it over to another one. Like it's oh. nothing. Okay. And at this point, that major <sighs> port is completely open for you to pull all three ships in, essentially. Let's with you at the <clears throat> So they cleared room for you. And they're kind of like, you see like them like firing off little flares and stuff like that to mark where you're coming in. Mm-hmm. And the lieutenant goes, I shall leave, Captain, your command, or I shall tell the crew to get ready. Fire. We already genocided this place once, Tom. <laughs> right? I think we might even still have people on the way to get us in like, like a... in a while. So. so we don't have people on the way to get us solely because you killed Mon Bear Pig? I think that, yeah, that did that did help. I remember Chris saying that. Yeah, it did so help. We, it, Bow it before helped. your God. I died for your sins. <laughs> so you know, that's more accurate than I was prepared for today. Okay, you are crucified at the front of the ship. No, no, let, me go, let me go get my let me go get my crown of thorns. You are so you are ship? a le- you're a leg you're a limbless Jesus. Hold up, is this ship <laughs> a church? No, it is, is sanctified ship? by the Holy Spirit, though. It is a church. You're a limbless spirit. You fuck. <laughs> No, it's a church. I'm pretty sure by definition now it is a church. So, I, don't, I don't need that song in my head right now. That being said, we are... But, but, we've been, but we've been docked. The three ships are prepped to dock and everything, right? Yeah, you guys are mm-hmm. at LSC proper and have returned. But that being said, um, I think we're getting so close Is this our best place to actually dock? There's not actually a good docking over by the estate? It is their. That's their personal docks. Okay. Well, you made it sound like it was like the main dock, or I missed the part. So yeah, it is, no. It's House Garrick's main dock. House Garrick's main dock. Okay, I missed that part. Yeah, okay. they have like six or seven slips that you can pull into. Yeah. 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 Okay. Then um. Do 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 do. All righty. Let's, Lieutenant, and send out the commands. Let's make dock. Let's get everyone off the ship. Get all the pre- people that want to actually get moved out first. And then we can actually sort through the Wayfair and and uh, identify what we've actually brought with us. I'm sure that there are several individuals who are going to want to speak with us once we make landfall. Uh, but on that regard, he immediately turns and just starts barking orders to prep for landing, get the tie lines ready, get literally just shouting at the crew as they're all starting to move and do their thing. This already sounds like a lieutenant that's not going to draw any lines. No. He's done that. <laughs> He's in command. <laughs> you should hire that guy. Oh, I'm, oh no, I'm, I plan to keep that guy. Just don't fuck him, Frank. Don't fuck my lieutenant. Um, can I Unless try to climb so. up on uh, Rat's shoulder? I know I'm like six feet tall now, but can I like stand on his shoulder <laughs> like that like a parrot? I mean, I know I'm gonna regret this, but you can certainly try. I've had my belt. What on kind of check do I have to roll? 
More like Rad has to roll a strength check. I think it's athletics, unless he contests you. Like you're still got the athletics to climb. Oh, I'm gonna throw him. Let's okay. see. Oh, yes, athletics contested. Meaning both of you roll athletics. Block, I got a one. <laughs> Six plus whatever. I don't think it's gonna matter. Yep. No, you're good. So you start to climb up, and he's just like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I'm not going to say a word. I'm just going to pout. I just throw, no, I throw him laterally. I'm not here to do bludgeoning. Right. Just, I just throw him laterally. Just I feel the beginning. I don't even look at him. Just I'm aware that it's a character on my ship. I just have to mildly play with her engage to keep satisfied. You know what? I'm happy with that, actually. He got to... <laughs> yeah. um, I'm not even mad. <laughs> we are edging it at our two-hour mark for our break slash vote decision on whether or not we continue longer for this episode for the moment. Um, so we will and take our break intermission time at this point and discuss. We will be right back. You better with Glocks. Yeah, you right. Swish and flick oh. that shit sideways. It's like everyone... Everyone's panicking. So, it's like, oh, what are we gonna do? Get the power of black powder. Of Glock oh, powder. powder. Yeah, welcome oh, to Glock powder and Harry Potter. Harry Potter. I heard that entirely differently. <laughs> so, well, well, we're, back, we're as back as of Glock as powder. powder. So, yep. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> you guys have arrived in port. Uh, crew gets everything fastened down, everything like that, and you guys, as well as the hundred or so. Passengers are exiting the uh, ship. Um, there are two people standing down on the dock already. One of which is Sebastian, and the other of which is your liaison with the Crimson Syndicate. You guys approach and everything like that. They give you guys a nod. Yep. yep. Welcome back. It's been a little bit, but. Uh, Seems that you were, as Sebastian kind of looks past the group at the three ship pulled into port, successful, to say the least. We were. We were. Totally. Now that you guys are not on your ship anymore and everything like that, you look yeah, back we walked, and walked down at least to there looks to be like them. almost the same size ship as yours, with the front end all damaged to shit, and as a matter of fact, it looks almost identical to yours with the front end all damaged to shit. Oh, That's right. the last illusion they had. Yep. Yep. Remember that now. So, at this point, they look at it for a minute. And they're like, well, two ships and uh, shit tons of people. Who are they? These are the villagers that were, these are the villagers and some of the crew on the island that's on the other side of that jet stream. Refugees. Yes. These are, these are people from the these are these are families from the original landing of the landing Wayfair. of the Wayfarer. Sebastian kind of perks up at this and goes, "Well, seems some of them survived." I'm going to slap Sebastian on the shoulder and be like, "Total dial, total dial, total dial," and hope he understands what I mean. Yes, you and Charlie are in their workshop. You may go. I will make sure your portion is set aside. 
Dude, Sebastian's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you say that out loud that in out common loud or something, common. you fucking no, ass. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I'll say that in common, actually. <laughs> you got a nod. Go, I'm aware. <laughs> but and he proceeds to drink too. No, that's just me. Uh, <laughs> talking a lot. Um, but no, it, in that regard, he kind of looks over. I think as well. Seems you exceeded some people's expectation. And he just kind of holds a hand out to his side. Your liaison goes. No need to rub it in. Drops a coin pouch into his hand. <laughs> See, we were favored to get this done, huh? Mm -hmm. I said you'd return with your ship intact. He said otherwise. Well, I imagine you two were fighting about which ship was which. Well, that doesn't matter. Technically speaking, all but yours is House Garrick's. Square and fair. No, that was another house. You're not even here right now. <laughs> yeah, you're I mean, Totodile. Uh, you know what? I appreciate you trying to call <laughs> However, he looks over at the liaison. Yes, um, initial payment has been paid out. You guys are going to receive a uh, hefty sum in that regard. But um, Beyond that, Sebastian here is supposed to pay you whatever you recovered. So that will be left to him. With that being said, in total, for your crew, including your crew on your ship and everything, you have earned a total of 10,000 gold pieces to split up amongst all of you. Captain, you may do with that as you see fit. Mm -hmm. He tosses you the bag of coins, essentially totaling an amount of 10,000 gold. Mm-hmm. Pocket. With that business, the uh, syndicate's involvement in this scenario is finished. However, I have also been told that since you were able to do far, far more than what the syndicate initially thought you would, and a far, far less time than they thought you would do it, I've been told that you are to have the next year off to do as you see fit. At which point in time I shall return to the city of Elistine, wait here at your dock, and present you with your next missions that are available. Repeat that second part. I have the next next year available, and then what just uh, missions just going to be? They'll meet you back at the dock of Elistine for In a what year. they have available. In a year. Proceeds into epic training montage. <laughs> he he then you know kind of gives you guys a slight bow. I'll leave you in the capable of hands of Sebastian. Also, you're a dick. And he turns and walks away <laughs> as he passes by Sebastian. And that 10k was out from the um syndicate, right? That was the syndicate's payment. That's okay. to be split amongst you and your crew. Yeah. Yes. And that feels a little light for what we just how, did. How much? Yeah, considering what we got last time. Well, well, Sebastian, Sebastian is going to give us the rest, the rest of the payment. Yeah, yeah, um, that was the other side of this mission, is that House Garrick is going to be funding the rest of the funds into this based on the return of uh, that you have come back with. Is, is the, the hired, hired crew already fully paid, paid out? 
Like, like is, is this, this 10,000 just for us to split between ourselves, basically? No, no, the 10,000 yeah. can go amongst you and the crew as the captain sees fit. Right. Okay. Yeah, we could just, like, that's no the care of the syndicate's payment. Yeah. If he mm -hmm. chooses to, it doesn't have to get split at all. He can pocket all of it. He can put okay. half of it into the ship fund to keep okay. crew and stuff paid or whatever mm -hmm. the case may be. It's just this is what the syndicate pays the captain of the ship. Yeah. I can see Aaron's we'll erection. <laughs> I don't know. Aaron, what would Beyond we that, do in this scenario? <laughs> yeah, really. Um, beyond that, though, Sebastian looks over everything. He goes, the return of the Wayfarer and that sloop they damaged. I have to speak to the lieutenant. Um, Don't be too hard on the lieutenant. There was a giant fish and a hell of a ride to get there. I don't know what the fuck well, you're talking issues about. aside, he's going to be docked pay for the repairs. But that is neither a reflection on you or your capabilities and what you've returned. In total, by my estimation, you have 106 total people returned from Garrick families that have been thought lost. Mm -hmm. That deserves some reward in its own right. Beyond that, you have the Lieutenant Sloop and the Wayfarer, he kind of smiles, returned, which does also warrant its own separate rewards. So, with that being the case, for the return of House Garrick's loyal families to Elastine, I will make sure they're taken care of, at least getting their situations and some wages paid. and. Make sure they at least have a start. But for returning them to us and alleviating House Garrick's lost personnel, we'll say, I believe that the sum of 25,000 gold pieces split amongst the crew each for the mission takers, as it were, um, Meaning each of you gained 5,000 gold. Oh, I'll take it, but apparently life in here is relatively I totally cheap. I almost added 50,000. You said 5,000 each? Yeah. Yeah, the white part is life is a lot cheaper here than you'd think. Well, to be fair, it's a lot of mouths you have to pay out back pay to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I mean, I'm like, we can't like sell them to slavers or anything. Okay, cool. I guess we're going with this. They're technically still contracted since they never returned to port to House Garrick. Hey, I, I thought we were going to Viking. I completely misinterpreted this. I mean, <laughs> it's not heavy here, ass but... pouches we carry. Right. Um, beyond that, you're going to receive another 10,000 each for the return of the vessel, the sloop. The what? The sloop. Oh, okay. That sounds funny. That's the 10,000 split five ways, right? Oh, no, each. that's each. 10,000. Oh, okay. For each yeah. sloop or each person? There's For each person of the party. <laughs> For each sloop. 10,000 gold pieces per main member. So that's yeah. 50,000 gold pieces total. 15 in total. 5,000, 10,000 is 15. Aaron's talking about the total gold for just the return of the sleuth. 
for the team is what he's talking about. Oh, yeah. In total, with all of it put together, yeah, it would be great. But he is, this is divvied out. Yeah. So, if you get 10 k Five thousand yeah. gold for the return of the people, and ten thousand gold for the return of the lieutenant ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So beyond that, he goes for the return of the wayfarer. I'm sure its damages and things are not of your doing, but for return of the wayfarer, however, there is some issues. Being that, speaking of a monetary value, I don't quite know what the value of the ship is in its current state and its equipment that's on board. Beyond that, um, I'm sure we could arrange payments of some sort for over an extended period of time if need be, or offer services, repairs, things of that nature for the time being as a payment for the moment. And then once I figure out its final value and what we're able to glean from it, I will give a final value of the whole thing and pay out that. Seems fair. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, I congratulate you on a successful mission. And uh, we kind of tossed the coin pouch in his hand. Not disappointing. So, do you have any further questions of me? Above table, I'm really debating whether or not to start shit. Uh, Above table, I'm going to say do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Above table, I'm going to say... What are you on about? You're about to be out of here. You're about to like try to sign off your fucking character? Is that how you want to go out? Is this how you want to go out? Let's get paid first. Wait, I'm debating whether or not to uh, like say like I'm saying this above table right now. I'm not saying it in game. (laughs) Debating whether or not to say. I wonder how upset he's going to be when the when he knows the dragon took the crystal. I was going to say, can you do a persuasion check by punching him? Uh, (laughs) Chris, 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 point of clarity. Um, that 25, uh, uh, 25k gold for the return of the, um, Garrick family members, was that directly given 5,000 per main member? Yes. Okay, because I've been getting detailed notes and to make sure I've got that down before I start. Right. I'm, I'm adding some, but not adding other payouts, basically, to my situation. So. Cool. Thank you. Like, okay. okay, but like, how much shit would that stir up if I said that? Like, like on a, on a scale of one to ten. I mean, I can't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> have to roll and find out. That's just a fuck around and find out kind of question. I mean, that, that's a leap and see what happens. <laughs> You only live once. <laughs> I'm not helping you make this decision. Fuck off. Is your last time in this, in at least this season of the campaign. 
Well, yeah. because above again, above yeah, tabletop, there. I mean, there are ways for him to see what happened on the ship, right? Like to read the memory of the ship, kind of. You're you're asking. This is where you're. No, really... this is like general D and D. If I read yeah, the handbook, I mean, technically speaking, yes, there's a, a way to through psychometry to see the past history of an object. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Get that out of the way, Frank. It's. I mean, it's technically possible. You you are aware it's possible. So that would be one form to verify that you're, what you're saying is the truth. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Just punch very persuasively. <laughs> Barbarian form of diplomacy. All right. So, with that being the case, Wrath. Mm-hmm. It's at this point in time, the very large uh. blue dragonborn, no, known as Gilgamesh, is like tiptoeing up behind you type scenario. You can hear him <laughs> moving and doing this. I already left. And reaching left. for that like pouch. On your hip. That 10k you got from the syndicate that's on your hip? Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what he's reaching for. Okay. <laughs> now, I'm noticing this by my passive perception. Yep. Oh, yeah, definitely. That roll sucked. <laughs> he rolled a fucking three. <laughs> I'm just going to yeah. catch him by the wrist. And throw him directly up in the air. <laughs> I'm gonna try and persuade him not to. Team Rocket Blast off again! No, 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 no. <laughs> Can I do a persuasion roll? And then when it, you're in the I'm air. <laughs> in this situation, this is a reaction to your roll. So in that regard, I'm gonna have, have him make the strength check. Yeah, see if that happens. Right now, just to see what happens. If he has the strength to even toss you or anything like that, or if you're just gonna like he's gonna pull your arm up and you're just gonna go, eh. But these are all lower muscles, you know it's my weakness. No, he's just like I'm I'm giving him the advantage to grab and throw you in that regard because he caught you in a situation you thought you weren't noticed in. I'm having right. an advantage on this roll. <clears throat> no, just a flat roll. That you're okay. you're getting the roll is the thing. It's, it's a fifteen and it's with um with the modifier, the plus five. It's not a saving throw, right? So it's, no, it's that'd be normal. 20, so 30, 20. 20 total. Dude, I was just yeah. trying okay. to rob you, so, not kill you, not a saving throw. <laughs> don't worry. I'm going to ask, in this regard, Frank, before he tosses you, what are you saying to Wrath to convince him not to throw your ass? No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> that it, that it was in my that was in, that was in my head. Put me toe to toe. Put me toe to toe. So no, I'm gonna do that whole. Wait, 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 wait. he's flying out. So I'm gonna try to expand the size of my eyes as much as humanly possible and be like, please, please don't, sir. Please don't. 
completely forgetting the fact that he literally does not have a soul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are pleading mercy from a soulless monster. Uh, <laughs> um, wait, wait, can I can I promise him like I don't know Tom's character's unborn child in a <laughs> like, somebody else's unborn child. That's a long promise to pull out of your ass. Yeah, but you know I mean, I'm capable of pulling it off. You were throwing everything in the kitchen sink out there in that regard. To a, you see the head kind of tilt in confusion at the statements you're making for a second. I mean, if there's anything you want to say, Aaron, no, no, because like my entire thing is, I, back. No, there's, there's no. This is much like earlier when he tried to get on me. It's just, uh, it's just like it, it's maybe it's a side eye. Actually, I got everything he Tom? wants. He's already in the air. Tom, I was already going to do that, but you can catch him. Wait, I, I, I want to try. It's pretty okay. I'm alive. <laughs> Starfishing <laughs> as he flies through the air. <laughs> this scenario. Team Rocket blasting off again. <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah, you're more than welcome to try to catch him as he's Chris, falling. Before that um, happens, can I cast presentation? Press the digitation to do fireworks when I'm up the air, like blocking the sun. <laughs> sure. Motherfucker, <laughs> thunderclaps with his blood cheeks on the way up. Oh yeah, no, I'm gonna do that too. I'm gonna use thunderclap to kill some birds while he's up there. Like, I already cast a thunderclap, and uh, nice. with, with, the, with the with the light from the supersonic boom from my ass, it blocks out the sun. And then I'm going to follow that into like a, a, a double counter and throw prestidization while it's dark and shoot out fireworks. <laughs> Epic finish. <laughs> okay. Um, I give up on trying to catch him. I'm going to let him fall. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Tom. I He's had got this in his own hands. I had give my me a acrobatics check. Yo, right. straight up. Should see Furligator's biceps. He's got this. Weirdly, can I assist that? I just want to see what happens. I got a 21. He got a 20, 20. So, in the effort to toss him, he cartwheels through the air, thunderclaps <laughs> right as the sun's like right in your eye line for wrath. Fireworks go off around it, and then he lands perfectly. Superhero landing. Yo, I'm going on the bow before wrath. During the fireworks, can I try to pickpocket there and, and take that back? <laughs> 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 certainly try sleight of hand yeah yeah fuck <laughs> <laughs> five and for the second that was man of a couple of minutes <laughs> Another hand. i do it it's jokingly however hold up i'm hold up. i'm going at it but i have a smile like i'm joking tyler hold it's up. your turn yeah i was about to say you guys are doing it wrong Oh shit. I try to shoot the pouch from his hip. <laughs> <laughs> Can we still make that a sleight of hand roll while he slyly pulls a gun out? <laughs> <laughs> I mean uh, fuck. My heart For the sake of the scene, let me go ahead and give me a, a sleight of hand roll. Wait, me? Yeah, followed by a an attack roll with your revolver, I guess. Don't roll hand. one. You're gonna shoot me in the goddamn head. <laughs> Sleight of, of hand gun. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Well, my sleight of hand is um nineteen. 
Okay. Nice. <laughs> my attack, however. <laughs> oh wait, actually, it might not be that bad. Ten. Okay. I'm just so, looking at Sebastian as this is happening around me. Like, if you want to rule the land of misfit toys, you have to deal with a few loose screws. In this moment of like today. almost a Western epic, you fling your wing back, <laughs> slap the pistol up quick, draw, shoot it. <laughs> it goes right between John's hand and the pouch, completely missing. But no one saw you shoot. <laughs> oh Honestly, I was, they heard a noise. Is it a, they heard is the it bang. Is it a little? They hear the round hit this like off in the distance type so thing. I kind of expected like the gun to flip upwards and shoot him in the mouth. Buda Graz himself in a very poor <laughs> I mean, attempt at stealing from the captain of his back, ship, probably. <laughs> Somehow he'd have shot himself. Oh, no. so, well, you pulled out your gun and now your character's dead. That's why you shouldn't answer everything with guns. Oh, wait. I had an advantage on my sleight of hand. I should have rolled twice, yeah. Do you? Yeah. It says it on my character sheet. There's an A next to it. Hold up. May I argue? Oh, no. That's if you use your Titan Imbued. But I put that on Acrobatics. It's on no, three no. places. Yeah, you'd have to use your. Yeah, you'd have to have, you have to crush oh, an unrefined oh, sword like yeah. this to get the advantage. Yeah. Got it. Uh, can, I also, can I also argue that since I'm like on top of the ship, would I have higher ground and have advantage? We're, I thought we were all down on the dock talking to Sebastian. And yeah, the you were like, all, the whole party's on the like dock. Everyone's talking. in a nice little tight group, you know. Okay, so, so no advantage, just. No. Yeah, no. You know, in that situation, I, like it was so close to everything like that. Like you got the sleight of hand to like. Hip shot, quick draw scenario, and put it back. But <laughs> aim's not aim, quite with it yet. Aim's questionable. All right. Yeah. Shit, did I you hear that gunshot? We should leave. Neighborhood's <laughs> <laughs> getting dangerous. All right. All right, boys. Good job. We tried to take the money. We failed, but we can try again later. All right. So, meanwhile, while all this is transpiring, Frank, you had gone into the workshop for a minute. You know, after that sweet acrobatic check, I made my exit. You landed. No, like this was beforehand. Tempos. Before you came back out to steal the pouch. Oh, okay. Oh my god, we're having the flashback sequence. Kind of, yeah. So you went to the shop. Theo and Charlie are there. Welcome back. You're larger. I'm gonna nod and like deepen my voice. Totodile. <laughs> is it just Totodile and them, or are we all there? Sorry, I missed that. Just him. it's him. He so, went to the workshop. Okay. And to him. Okay. They're going to look at you for a minute and go, whatever, makes sense. Um, <laughs> what can we do you for? So I'm going to pull out the, I'm going to pull out Aaron's horns first okay. and put those on the desk. I'm going to pull out all those little like horn, like teeth things they stole from those monsters that were imbued with the screams of dead dragons, apparently, because it's super oh. dope. <laughs> Um, and then I'm going to go ahead and pull out the metal plates. But then on top of that, I'm going to pull out both dragon eggs and tell them to make me something awesome. They look at everything there. Look at you. Look down at everything there. Look at you. 
both lean, like one leans to the side at the one end of the table. The other one kind of just leans back and looks out to the hornless wrath standing outside. And before they can say anything, I'm going to put my finger to their lips and then drop a bag of 15,000 gold in front of them. Nice. <laughs> Both of them be able to, like, come back to the table, see the pouch. We could do some stuff. I'm going to pat them on the heads, both of them, at the same time. You've got to swat your hand away after a couple seconds. <laughs> yeah, like, I figured I had enough charisma to do that. <laughs> they're like, anything in particular, or? A crown. A powerful crown. Something that might be able to augment my abilities. I'm going to wink, like, three times at him. All right. I think I have some ideas. You know? Yeah, I got a, got a few. Ask them to elaborate. It's, it's like Theo's looking at the monster parts. Charlie's got one of those plates in his hand. He's like, what the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> it should be interesting. Like how they don't give a shit about the dragon eggs. I've done two and two and two and all that. Theo's looking over at the dragon eggs and all, like all the other dragon parts or like monster parts and shit. And he's looking over there. Yeah, we could do some egg. Some of this might be useful to you, Charlie. Yep. And they still look at the plate. Yep. <laughs> all right. Crown, you say? Unless all there's right. anything else you'd like to specify or something that might be worth my time. They were just engrossed in the parts sitting before him, looking at the crystalline structure. It's the strangest request I've ever... I'll see what I can do. Make, Make your ass horns into a cock ring of justice. <laughs> oh my god. So, they're like, uh, give us a day. Maybe two. I'm going to give him a thumbs up and speak to him in common. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Then we like respond back to that no problem with Tota Dial and walk out of the shop. Yep. Yep. 24 hours. That shaky bitch. All right. And then you walk out to try to steal the pouch. So, <laughs> back to the current time. Look, I had to get my. At this point, everybody's together again. Do we want to run? Do we want to run down through all the expenses out of the 10k, or just take care of that uh, after session? I I'm figured that after. Yeah. Okay. Uh, with that being said, uh, items left on the docket for completion at the moment to round us out oh. are the turn in. Um, I do want to do one more turn in if nobody's doing anything right now. What? Huh? What you got? Uh, I was the just going to say, just to, sorry. Mm -hmm. I hate Discord sometimes with the overlap. Um, the one other thing is just Tom and I turning in the, the chest for the dragon as well. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the other thing I can think of. Um, I, Why, grabbed, I grabbed a body part from the um, from that giant fish, and I want to turn it into the Hunter's Guild. Oh. All right. <laughs> so, at this point in time, we've got 
Ember and John, who are headed off to the top of the city, uh, where the airship is docked for the Order of Dragon Knights. Um, you've got Alia, who's headed to the bottom of the city, to the Hunter's Guild. Uh, is Gilgamesh and Wrath doing anything in particular at the moment, or are you just guys handling accounting and, and setting up I'm, stuff? Or... Yeah, all I'm, all I'm actually doing, which could basically be whatever Wrath's doing in or around the city or there, is just actually accounting and and uh expense or and inventory for the ship so okay so with that being the case and the setup and everything like that um frank are you doing anything else are you kind of just chilling around the ship or you know what i'm gonna go ahead and follow john around all right also wait can i recruit um tom the the ship hand as like a hireling or like have, do we have enough of a relationship where he'll follow me? Because I know him and no one else does. I mean, if you want to hire him directly as a hireling, you could. Uh, what would the cost of that be? Uh, I can go over that after session, because that's more mechanical okay. and stuff. Cool. That's but I will go over the hireling process stuff with you. Okay, cool. I just He seems like a cool dude. Yeah. You invented him, so sure. <laughs> <laughs> so... With that being said, uh, we'll go ahead and kick off the RP aspect of this first in that regard, because uh, Aaliyah, yours is a little bit more in-depth down in the Hunter's Guild, so I'm yeah. going to start with the easier one. <laughs> well, first, this is a big city, right? Yeah. I'm going to break out my warthog, and I'm going to drive that bitch to the city. Oh, Fuck it. yeah. Forgot <laughs> about that. It is does have the space, yeah. It has, it's it's going to walk away a little bit. Drop okay. us off at the top. We have this big ass chest. You're not gonna make Ember carry it, are you? Oh shit, you're right. I right, see. So y'all catch a ride in the Warthog over to the Central Spire. Uh, dropping you guys off at the personnel elevator that goes up to the top. And I'm assuming at this point, Ali is driving around to the freight elevator that goes down. Put on a pair of sunglasses. Wait, quick question. <laughs> does, the, does the Warthog fit in the elevator? Yeah. Oh, like guys, that's it, it, like. it takes wagons and everything, dude. Like, okay. so we could like totally dry, like Tokyo Drift, like slide into that elevator. Deja vu. <laughs> Deja vu. <laughs> All right. So, with that being the case, uh, those headed up to the top uh, where the airship is and the captain of the Order of Dragon Knights are. Uh, you guys arrive. You you know are familiar with the area, Ember. You've been up here before. Know how to get there. Um. As you board the ship and everything like that, because you do have permission to join up there, um, the captain's standing off to the side, kind of giving orders. You see a few of the wings of dragons, as they would refer to them, taking off and getting ready to do their patrols. Um, but she sees you guys approaching, and then she sees the chest, and she just, like, cocks her head for a moment, like, what the hell? As you guys approach... Can I help you? I let Ember take the lead on this one. She's dealt with them before. Uh, we were instructed uh, to bring, bring this, this to you. you. Instructed by who? By it. Funny enough. Put your hand on it. 
Doesn't <laughs> feel good. Make a persuasion check. What the fuck, Tom? <laughs> persuasion. Go ahead. Ta -ta -ta touch me, and then just push me. Seven. Do you assist me, wait, Melanie? Wait, wait. I'm going to assist. I'm going to right. assist. So yeah. uh, you can make yeah. another roll to account for advantage, or Melody can make a touch separate the roll. To the touch the uh, chest. I rolled a four this time. Now I'm in a mulligan. Okay. I got a 21. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Touch it. And you guys set it down, I'm assuming, at this point. Like, all right. She reaches forward, puts her hand on the chest. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Since you guys have already spoken with it before, you hear a voice come out and go, "Thank you for completing the quest that you were given. Uh, as a reward, I shall impart a bit of knowledge." And. For a moment, you get a flood of memories and things of that nature of different writers throughout ancient times who took parts of different monsters or, or slain enemies of, of other dragon riders or other parts of different things and used them to make weaponry and stuff that was tailored to their co specific combat styles. But more so, most of these items start to look, over as you can see them progress through the timeline, more and more powerful and more, you know, interesting and dynamic and like you get flashes of images of one guy leaping from the back of a dragon punching another one in the face as an explosion happens off his fist and like launching the other dragon away as he lands back down standing on the dragon's back and stuff like that or cuts over to another one who teleports over and drags a dagger and loops around from like corner of the neck to tail flips off lands back on her dragon and that other dragon and rider are just dead, falling from the sky, pretty much. Um, you get these images in your head, and then you hear a voice and go, not all the greatest items in existence can compare to one that responds to your own soul. This is especially true for the riders. So, with that being said, you are imparted the knowledge of summoning, essentially. So, when you craft your own specific weaponry or, or armor or whatever the case may be, you are able to bind it to your mark so that if you're without it at some point in time, you can summon it to you. Nice. Hell yeah. But you do that have to the create a bonded weapon. Yeah. Word. So that is the knowledge that was passed on to you at that point. Then you hear a, as for you, and then your guys' connection immediately shuts off for a second. As the captain of the current Order of Dragon Knights immediately locks, like every muscle in her body locks up instantly. Every vein starts to bulge. Her eyes start to bleed oh. as she is screaming out in what could only be assumed as utter agony, but the frequency she's screaming at, nobody can hear. Fuck and then yeah. you realize behind her off into the hangar area where all the dragons have their roosts and things of that, there is also a silver dragon over there writhing in the same pain. My wrath for some unknown reason while he's doing his bookkeeping has an undead erection. Because <laughs> this is probably the same bitch that denied him. It was. And after a few moments of this, 
what could only be described as apparently the most excruciating experience of someone's life. She <laughs> drops dead instantly. Oh, well. I that really wish somebody time. would have tried to steal that. <laughs> the voice comes back into your head and goes, there's one problem solved. <laughs> no more useless captain in command of our order. Traitorous bitch. <laughs> Could you elaborate a little time, bit? Which point time, like, you get images of her making deals with Writers who bear no mark. Piece of shit. Pewish. That are on Dragonback, but not as a writer. It's a very. There's no dragon. Like, there's no marking, tattoo showing, no nothing like that, but they are on Dragonback talking to each other. And, and that's not allowed. Like, it's in the order's rule set that's not supposed to happen. Right. Um, beyond that, though, uh, another gentleman starts to step forward, walks over to you guys and goes, apparently I'm in charge now. He's like 16. Oh, no. That poor boy. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you should probably touch it. <laughs> he goes, I'm Talk assuming chest. that's the voice I hear in my head at the moment. Either that or I've gone batshit crazy. I don't know which. I'm kind of looking at you two wondering. I'm going to stick, stick out my hand, shake, shake his, his hand, hand hopefully, hopefully if he sticks to back, back and, and say, say good, good luck. luck. <laughs> right. We'll be around. <laughs> Apparently so will we for a while. <laughs> Apparently everybody's being reconditioned. Retrained? Retrained, not reconditioned. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> She's like more pleading with the voice. Retrained. Phil died for the box. <laughs> like, you know, he's like hearing conversation at the same time kind of scenario. That's a little too on point. Dragon Riders will die for the box. Apparently, he kind of looks over and you see two guys like panically dragging out a set of barding and a saddle and some reins and different things of that nature, all sized and equipped for adult dragons. They start bringing it over to you guys and drop it there. Apparently that's yours. All right, then. <laughs> start putting it in my bag of holding. One set of it. I'm going to get the other set of my bag of holding as well. As well. You guys are just going to make everyone touch the box. <laughs> <laughs> They'll die for the box. <laughs> so at this point, he kind of looks a little for a second. He goes, all right, all right. Looks over to you, Emmer, and goes, you need to go back home and speak to them. There has always been a writer and those who observe. Okay, okay. Then that is what I shall do. As she said, he looks very perplexed. He's like, apparently she, you would know what that means? Yep. Yeah, uh, I, know, I exactly know exactly what that, what that means. means. All right, well. 
Yeah, with her blessing. Hey, Liz. Don't know. I'm going to, <laughs> going to, going to pat his head. head. Don't worry, Don't worry about, about it. it. Don't worry your little head about it. Okay. Just listen to the box. What's <laughs> <laughs> he, he stops there for a second again, quiet, kind of like, almost like internally talking, and then he stops and looks up. She says you can have that one. As <laughs> a dead dragon laying in the corner, twitching. What the fuck? <laughs> That's to to both of us, or oh, no, hell yeah. <laughs> I go take the entire dragon into my bag of holding if I can fit it. <laughs> it's a little heavier than that bag of holding can take. I was happy to uh, uh, Can I eat it? <laughs> <laughs> can I just search del- it for the value? Oh, they'll deliver it. They'll, they'll deliver the the carcass to you at at, at the estate. Uh, apparently, they're going to process it for you. Okay. Yep. That'll so. work. Uh, John, in particular, uh, in the next 24 hours, will receive a total of 2,000 pounds of silver dragon meat. Jesus. Wait, was that the dragon he just got? No, no, no. no. You no, missed no, an no, entire no, exchange. No, no, no. This I, is the dragon that just died. I saw the exchange. I just wouldn't put it past him. That's all. That's fair. I look in my shoulder and he's gone. (laughs) Fuck! (laughs) Looks like I I actually killed him and ate him. Weird. (laughs) Uh, No. In that regard, no. That's basically... Yeah, it it was told to give the the meat to you. Weird. So you have 2,000 pounds of silver dragon meat. This box knows me so well. (laughs) I mean, it played around in your dome, so... You finally got got the meat you craved. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> in quantity. So, with that being said, like, all right, all right. He goes, you and you, get over here and pick up this chest. Apparently, I'm in charge now. I'm a, what did you say, commander? I, commander of the, com, oh, yeah, whatever. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Just get the box. <laughs> get the, touch the box. Fucking box. <laughs> so a couple guys come over and kind of pick up the box, like, what the fuck? Okay, and they start taking it away. A couple guys come over with a gurney and load the body onto a gurney and take it away and all that stuff as you guys are standing there for a little bit. What do you like at this point are you guys returning back to the estate or Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Alright. So with that being the case, while this is going on on the airship, cut down to the Hunters Guild with Alaya. Bringing in the parts from the fish. Yes. Yeah, the Kravik. Yes. So, I am a... So, I go in the entrance, uh, business as usual. Um, Yeah. A few more people than normal. Okay. Um... Where do I go into the turn in shit again? The receptionist. All right. Yeah. Like, straight through the floor, straight up. So, I'm going to um, go up to the receptionist. She is behind the counter. Uh, she is called Julia. What time is it? Uh, at this point, it's, it's getting close to like noon, midday. All right. Good day. And then I pull out the uh, tooth and body parts of the fish and I lay it on the counter, going, I just got this recently. Huh. I had help, but... I would assume so. 
<laughs> looking at the items. No, no, I took it on all by myself. That would be harder to believe. Um, you're looking to turn in for <laughs> credit here at the guild, or are you turning it in for renowned, or are you turning it in for what purpose? To get credit at the guild. Okay. Wait, what, what would renowned consist of? Well, basically, completing missions for the the guild builds a certain level of renowned or a certain level of points over time, which when you go for your next advancement, if you have enough points, you can take the advancement test to increase your rank within the guild. If you don't, even if you've hit a year marker and you don't have enough you know, reputation or renown, then you won't be allowed to take the advancement at that time. You'd have to wait for your next year. I want to do it for that purpose, then. Okay. That that will give you quite a bit of points for your next advancement. I will caution you. Some of this may not be want to turn in right away. This, in total, would be enough to take you from your current copper plate to to potentially a gold rank. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you recommend? That is, to be honest with you, given the nature of this creature and what it can do, the teeth would make a fine weapon of sorts. Mm. Uh, the scales and things of that nature you were able to find would also be a decent way to make a, an armor set of, or something Ooh. of that nature. Okay. There is ways to turn these items into, you know, armor or weapons. Okay. Um, beyond that, turning in one of those items would be enough to get you to already at the renowned level needed to take your silver advancement. Alrighty. So I guess so. I'll talk to Char. Um, who do I talk to about? Is it Charlie and Theo that do the armor here? You know, like well, above table, when it comes to stuff, you guys have the contact of Charlie and Theo, who are mm-hmm. crafters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Theo being an expert in monster part crafting, and Charlie being an artificer. Right. So is that, is that through the Garrick House Garrick family? That's that from House the, Garrick. Yeah. That's from House Garrick. Okay, that's not through the yeah. Hunters Guild then. The Hunters Guild have their own crafters where you can turn in material to have stuff made, but it does cost money. Yeah, well, not that I'm struggling with that. Um, alrighty. Um, I want to turn in enough for the silver rank. Okay. Um, and then I want to turn it into the crafters to see what kind of armor could be made from this. The scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that means you're turning the tooth for the silver rank, the scales to armor. Okay. Indeed. So, for that purpose, whatever cost the armor is normally is the cost you're paying for. Okay, what kind of armor would it be? Your choice, that's what I'm saying. Is If you look at the armor in the system, the baseline armor, oh, I see that's saying. your price tag you have to pay in order to craft that armor out of this material. What it comes out at at the end is usually some kind of magical equipment of some sort based on that creature's setup. Okay. I think I know what I want. Hmm. 
Okay. And it's silver rank and um You have the renown to actually take the silver uh advancement test. Oh, now bear in mind though, yeah. mm-hmm. you're registered as a party under Rat Bastards. <laughs> meaning your party has now received the renown needed to advance to silver rank. Well, because I'm the only one left of the party. That's right, actually. No, because Ember and Wrath also signed up. Unfortunately, at the time that we were last here, we adopted the rest of the crew into the Rat Bastards, and I did not get a chance to change the name. Mostly because I couldn't think of one at the time. (laughs) To be fair, you also have to appoint a new lead. I was gonna I say was I was appointed as a lead. No, you did it in trial by combat. <laughs> <laughs> you did it by trial by combat, but well, that, that was the captain of the ship, ship. Not, not for the yeah, yeah, trial by combat for lead of the for, hunters group. Yeah, for the hunters group, party lead was actually assigned to the Kinder. And you killed before the captain of that ship. Well, so now, now, there's, now there's no there's party lead for the hunters hunters group, the rap bastards. Not at the moment. Okay, it would be me because. I don't know if y'all have the investment yeah. in the hunter's guild. We, we, might we might be a We're all we're about to. Okay. Like unless you want to make a character play to actually like take lead on that, we can actually like we're, we're probably I think it might be better for me to take lead on that since I am also the cook. It probably makes sense for me to be in the hunter's guild so that I take the well, lead on like gathering food and whatnot. We're on that too. Guild. It would actually also help in that regard, I think, because if I'm not mistaken, Manatee, you're planning to go Artificer with that. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Artificer. I was going to go Druid, so, but at the end, I think I'm going Artificer. That would provide certain advantages to your party if Elliot is the party lead in that regard, mm-hmm. because the crafters they pull to actually make the armor, make the weapons, and things of that nature are usually Artificers of the Guild. Mm-hmm. But if it's a party lead, they would pay extra because that pulls the party lead away from the party. While you're there, why don't you just update the names of who's on the party? I'm saying there is a mechanical advantage to having Alia as party lead for the hunter side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You worry about the captain stuff, I worry about the hunter guild stuff. Above table, yes. yes. My character is probably still going to have his words about this decision that you're making. So I mean, we'll at the out. very we'll least, we'll a name change. Might be in order. Consider the shapeshifter. We'll let that. We'll let, we'll let that. We'll let that play out organically. We'll let that play out orga- yeah. organically. Above like, table so, just to translate. He means organically, as in he's going to beat him into submission and take control of the whole thing. Try by <laughs> we'll see. So, with that being said, um, yeah, you can select a category of armor, pay that price out, and then just let me know, and we'll get something. How much built. is a uh, half plate? This is in the system. Oh. All right, then, uh, In other words, it should be. Yeah, <laughs> look it up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't memorize price tags anymore. They, they fucked up fifth edition's price tag system, so it does not make much sense to me anymore. And a lot of things that I've looked up don't even list a price. Even simple things. Let's see here. Seven hundred and fifty gold pieces. I have no problem. I have no problem paying that. Um. What kind of benefits would it get with these uh, scales? I mean, you don't know till the crafter's done, really. Oh, okay. And how long would that take? Uh, 
depending on the armor, with it being half plate, it's going to take probably a couple days okay. to get it set up and done. Um, let me pull up the creature specs at the moment. If you were to theoretically just keep throwing more gold at you, would it improve? Nice. Excellent. So, I'm going to send this to you in a message. As soon as I find... And I will subtract 750, or 750 what it was, right? 750, yeah. And gold. Alright, no problem there. That you're gonna DM this to me? Actually... I could always multi-class as well. Oh shit! Nice! Okay. Sorry, I forgot to add that part. I like that. So that's what that makes. All right. Well, I'm good with oh. it. Fight to the death. So. Um, actually, Frank did ask a good question. If I threw more money in, would it increase the speed or not really? No, it's the process it takes. Because what they do is they basically they go out and buy the base set of armor. Mm-hmm. And then use materials and things of that nature to meld the monster parts into the base to give it extra magical effects and stuff to inherit abilities and things of that nature from the creature itself. Alrighty. Sometimes resulting in all kinds of different stuff. It's like skidding enough displacers to make a uh, cloak of the displacer. Right. You know what I mean? Getting enough of the material together, so it's stitching it together, stuff like that, creating a cape out of it, does do that. Um, But it's things of that nature. I do have an above-table question. Go for it. You know how in Red Dead you can just hunt shit and bring the body parts to the people? Uh-huh. Is that like is that the kind of system this pretty much is? Yeah. They'll either pay you cash, or you can turn it in for credit at the guild, meaning you have a tab opened with a positive credit. Okay. So you can drink here as long as you still have credit. Mm-hmm. Stay here as long as you have credit, whatever the case may be. No extra cost. Mm-hmm. It pays for services, for repairs, and things of that nature for your gear. Um, it's like an open tab, basically, that you can turn it in for that. You can also turn it in for Renown, which boosts up your ability to take a, um advancement test in that regard. Mm-hmm. So, there is some advantageous stuff in that setup, too. However, jumping too far ahead of your own class level would be bad. Yeah. That's why Julia kind of recommended you might only want to go to Silver. Yeah, that's why I listened. I'm like, okay. I'm good with that. Yeah. Um, I'm debating, but I can also multi-class Artificer and Fighter. I think I might just alternate between the two. However you want to do I, it. Because I realize what I can honestly do with this. And uh, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if you're seeing what I'm doing with the half-plate armor, but I think I kind of know the direction I want to go. It's up to you. Yep. No. Alrighty. I'm just here to help facilitate. Alright. Um, with that being said, those are the effects that are going to be on it. I'll get with you on the name and everything like that. Basically, uh, for mechanical purposes in the game, this is the start of Alia's artifact. If you continue to grow it, add more to it over time, add more parts, things of that nature, uh, 
raw sword of light, refined sword of light, whatever the case may be, the more you add to this, the more it'll grow uh, up to the point of turning into a gold tier. Well. So there and is I a potential have, to do that. And I have a skyjacker. And you have a skyjacker. And wings. And I have a gun. Yep. <laughs> well, I didn't mean for this direction to happen, but it's happening. So, Mando, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out. <laughs> but would that be the case? You've done your turn in and stuff like that. You're free to roam about the city. I'm assuming at this point, though, uh, as it would be at this point, getting later in the day. Mm -hmm. um, for like realistically, at this point, it'd probably be closer to three. Okay. I'll swing by and pick up uh, Ember and. Um... John. Broom, broom. John. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you guys get out the tower just in time to see all you kind of slide to a stop in the warthog. Get in. And uh get in right? <laughs> Four wheels of fury. Where's the drugs? <laughs> um at which point in time since y'all have been staying at the, the Garrick estate mainly recently, um heading back there. Uh as a party now meeting up, I think at this point. Uh, later in the evening, towards dinner time. Yeah, um, I, gotta, I gotta cook that. Well, I mean, Sebastian serves. Remember? Oh, never mind then. No, I don't gotta cook. Yeah. So, no. would that be in the case? You guys come in. Dinner's already out, laid out, and everything. Sebastian's sitting there. He's looking over paperwork. Here's you guys kind of coming in. Welcome. Dinner's ready. Feel free to join. Kind of flipping through his paperwork and stuff. So, I take it it was, well, an interesting day at the very least for some of you. Others, a profitable day, and others still a noteworthy day. You can say that. Hey, do you know anywhere that wants 2,000 pounds of silver dragon meat? <laughs> well... Not in particularly, but I'm sure it could be sold. Somewhere. Or traded yeah. at the very least. Um, I got this and I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> I have all this meat. <laughs> yeah, I said it. You're welcome. Um, nice. That's what she said. So, he's like, honestly, that quantity... In, it's more of a trade commodity. If you hit a few ports, sell off as you get there and stuff like that, you can make a profit that way or store it and use it. Your party seems to be, uh, well, flush, I believe is the word at the moment. <laughs> I could say that. So okay. there's always that. I'm waiting for Tom Fed to get red with Bash when I said how much meat he's got. <laughs> no, it's been a lifelong condition. I'm used to it. <laughs> my back hurts i'm sorry <laughs> good <laughs> so with that being the case uh sebastian looks over to you Emma, and goes well it seems you're going to be embarking on a trip indeed i am, indeed I am. well it seems we'll have to accelerate your training for a little bit before you go. 
I would appreciate that. That gives you a nod. And, uh, mm, go ahead. No, I'm about to go. I'm just deciding whether or not I want to do the aging potion with the dragon now before the trip back because I feel like that would probably be better. Or do it alone away from Sebastian. But I don't necessarily see the purpose in that because Sebastian obviously already knows about the dragons. Okay. I mean, that's uh, entirely up to you. No, I know. Um, I am going to say, um, in addition, uh, if you would also give me a, uh, provide with me with a safe space to be alone for a few days, I would appreciate it. It kind of looks for a second. Space. You know, looking away from his paperwork a second, he looks up at you and goes, I mean, it can be arranged, but for what purpose? I also need this. <laughs> um, our dragons may be growing very swiftly in a short order. He very calmly and slowly sets down, looks at word full of paperwork. Leans his head for a second, goes, Really? Yes. Wanna watch? <laughs> How is that going to take place, considering they're just hatchlings? Wanna watch? <laughs> what he said, you wanna watch? <laughs> Dude, just make him touch. I'd rather have the details before I commit a space to such endeavors. The, Willing uh, to tell you outside of this room. I guess it doesn't matter. We're about to have big ass dragons. He kind of snaps his fingers and like, it's not a problem. You can speak freely here now. Got these Only dragons. we can hear each other. These okay. dragon growth potions. It's like Viagra, but for dragons and way more powerful. An aging potion that we were provided. You found an aging potion. Two. Uh, you found two aging potions. Provided. Am I there with them at this? Um, I should be there at this dinner with them. Is my I mean, you're at the table. You can't hear a word being said at the moment. There's, there's a you see them like I, visibly, like I, mouse moving. Type did I hear the Did I hear the proclamation about the pounds of silver dragon meat? Yeah, that you probably heard. Yeah, you would have heard that. Okay, uh, cool. I'm gonna ask about that later. So we happen to run across a bossy chest. One of those. Yeah. Yeah. Gave me this, and I show my mark. <laughs> a new rider. Interesting. At that point, my dragon crawls out of my bag onto my shoulder. Still a little Silver. guy. Still a little guy. That's definitely interesting. Ed taps his lips for a second, and he's like, 
looks at the little, little dragon kind of pointedly. And you, you, I really want this dragon to start speaking out loud with this super deep buff man, right? <laughs> Yeah, he does. He just looks. He kind of looks at Sebastian, looks over at you, and goes, "Who's this bitch?" <laughs> Imagine that, but he's well, and then Sebastian kind of immediately shoots up for a second. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Yes, certainly a brazen little lizard. I grab a turkey <laughs> leg and I just like hold it up for the dragon to start eating on. He just looks at the turkey leg for a second, looks at him, and goes, "Pretty mouthy for a demon." <laughs> That's what my dragon His eye said. lowers back down for a second. And he goes, "And what bloodline are you?" Sky Chaser. Very well. Stand corrected. Apologies. Above table, damn Sebastian was whipped. How does this turkey leg? <laughs> you see him kind of grab the turkey leg at this point and, and much to a surprise with some strength to it that you didn't expect snatches it from your hand with his teeth and just climbs his way back into the backpack <laughs> with the turkey leg legit just hear crunching from my backpack <laughs> yeah bone and all just <laughs> uh, he's a spicy one like that's an interesting bloodline. Do you know much about it? Looking into you, John. Not a thing yet. No. Well, I, what, what did I learn from my whole like flashback? Anything from the chest? Did I learn anything about bloodlines, or is it just about like item crafting? Well, yeah, you would have some knowledge of it um, imparted to you from the chest. Bloodlines are specific dragon bloodlines that are innately stronger due to how long they were able to survive and grow. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about all you it would have given you directly. It's up to, from the chess perspective, it's up to a dragon to explain its own bloodline if it so chooses. Right. So it, that would so, be more of a, a bonding thing with the dragon itself. So to Sebastian, I'd say not anything yet about this bloodline. We just became acquainted recently. He kind of smirks. Okay. You hear a voice coming out of the bag. Do it, and I'll rip your throat out. He raises his eyebrow again, and he's like, "Very well. I guess everybody's entitled to their secrets." <laughs> Jesus Christ! As he turns back to the table, picks up the clipboard again, and goes, "Space will be arranged." And he flips the paper. Also, how do I get one of those boxes like Melanie has, where I can just like Pokemon summon my dragon wherever I want? <laughs> he's like. Snap, and it just kind of poofs into existence in front of you. Oh, is that going to work with how big these dragons are about to get? He kind of licks up from the paperwork. Ember, when have I ever proven to be less than efficient? When talking to this little silver dragon. <laughs> I, don't, I don't say that. <laughs> I don't say that. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> I was really hoping you were going to go that route. Oh, just now. <laughs> Wait, I so John didn't say that out loud? No. no. I'm going to point it out then. Just now. 
Yeah, you can fit Sadly. them up. Sadly. In the hierarchy of things, technically his bloodline <laughs> outranks me. That's good to know. Oh, John, what have you done? I didn't do shit. A little fucking turkey so, bone down there, dude. Sadly, I have to... you get a name turkey bone? Probably. I know <laughs> next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> but because he outranks me due to his bloodline, technically speaking, I do have to... Over. Somewhat acquiesced request. Oh. <clears throat> Bitch made. <laughs> you can't hear anything. Also, I didn't say that. I, that was above table. Okay. <laughs> I know better. My last character taught me that. Oh. Yep, he learns. <laughs> Bitch made. <laughs> I think so. you should roll to see if he learned. With that being said, we'll go ahead and have dinner and stuff like that. Um, the next day, you guys would be provided the space if you'd like to go ahead and feed your dragons the potion. Yes. Well, first, I'm going to like ask mine, hey, are you ready for this potion, or would you rather stay smaller for longer? He kind of looks at Sebastian, smirks a little bit, and goes, well, with that regard, dying's for pussies. So let's do this. Pop the cork and give it to him. And yes, uh, now you get. Let me go ahead and add it to your sheet once I refresh. Get Kachad Dragon. Which is hey, Peter. I'm the <laughs> <dragon>. <laughs> My name's Turkey Leg. I, I, bet, I, bet, I bet the dragon has like eight abs. Probably closer to 10 or eight. 20. Eight full sets of abs. <laughs> like individually. And they're, and they're eight times six, 24 sets, or 64 sets of abs. And they're all milkable, so like you can get dragon's milk the beer from it. My god. My horse's name is no name. <laughs> oh, you have a horse on, on deck, okay. Hey, did you try feeding it to your dragon? <laughs> I mean, my dragon likes cooked people food. Horse can be cooked. Do you have a name in mind for your dragon? Um, no, not yet. Okay, so if you refresh your sheet at this point, under extras, extras, Jesus fucking Christ. Um, Last name has to be Sky Chaser, by the way. Sky Chaser. So it, it transforms in this moment. You see the light gather to it, and the sands kind of start to flow into it for a second. And then the little dragon hunches, hunches, and then just expands its wings as it goes to full adult size. Holy shit. And that voice comes out of its mouth now instead of just in your head. And it I looks down at you and goes, yeah. Sup. Sup, bitch. I pooped a little. <laughs> Well, I look forward. To, I look forward to our partnership. Is there a name you'd prefer, or would you like me to name you? It is the tradition of the writers and the bonded. Turkey leg, it is to inherit a name. To inherit a name. A predecessor of mine was known as Zylander. 
Zylander. Z-Y-L-A-N-D-E-R. No. Uh, as he corrects you in that regard, it's spelled X-E-I-L-A-N-D-E-R. Xylophone bitch. And your nickname is going to be Daddy. <laughs> yes! Sky Chaser. As he laughs and goes, a few have called me that. <laughs> I I can imagine. Yo, I've only been alive for like a day, and you know how many bitches I fucked? Yeah. <laughs> this boy I mean, beefy. All 106 in people. In just... that regard, um, the dragons have genetic memory. Oh god, that explains why he something? could talk. That's why he could talk so much shit as soon as he was like out of the before he was out of the egg. Yeah, he he's he has a genetic memory of his bloodline, and particularly um, when you find out more about that, you'll understand why some other things happen the way they do, and why he st- makes that statement. Um, but beyond that, um, yeah, you have an adult silver dragon now readily available to be barded and saddled. Hell yeah. As a rideable mount. Does he ride him or does the dragon ride Tom? That's the question. I think it depends on his mood. I think it depends on his mood. (laughs) With that being said, Melanie, you've just seen the silver explode into a full adult. Blueberry kind of looks at you and goes, we're going to let them do that? Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn to her and say, "You ready, Giga Blueberry?" <laughs> Giga <Always>. Blueberry. <laughs> I think this what you're feeding the potion. Yeah, I'm feeding right. the potion. Okay, you passed without the dragon dying. <laughs> That's good. <clears throat> so yours is a little different. You you start to hear storm clouds, even though you know when you came in here this morning, it was perfectly beautiful day. And then <laughs> Sebastian from the owner goes, oh, snaps his finger and the roof goes click, 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 and opens up as this lightning bolt comes down and strikes the top of your dragon. The energy courses over it. You see the static go across its scales and things like that. It brightens and brightens and brightens. And then he tilts back his head. And as he starts to let it loose and let loose the lightning breath you've seen a, a few dozen times at this point, it now expands as he's enlarging to the full size of an adult, and you just see a 60-foot line of lightning going back into the cloud. As he then snores, you just see like the smoke of ozone and shit kind of rolling out of his mouth. Electric cobalt. That's he looks at you awesome and goes, band name. <laughs> I was expecting the dragon to explode. <laughs> Wait, did he have a... <laughs> Would that be in the case? Um, You are able to bard and saddle and ride this dragon as well now. Oh, side quick question: My dragon can take human form. Yeah. Would it it make sense instead of using the box for it to just accompany me that way? It can. They are weaker in human form. Just, just an FYI. Yeah. Shit. We'll go over stats like that later. Yeah. So, with that being said, and the potions being done, um, I'm assuming probably at this point you guys are going to take a couple days to relax, get fares in order, things of that nature, before you guys truly get your situation set, maybe do some shopping and things of that nature. So with that being the case, we will pick up next session 
for those who are returning with a shopping session to buy up, pick up, or create items as need be. Mm-hmm. And then beyond that, I believe we're going to have a couple players take some time off. And then we will be doing um, some one-shot things to allow some players who weren't here for the initial one through three stuff to run through some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, either through a, a few different avenues of approach. Um, but eventually, all the players at the one-year marker will be returning to Elistine to either get back to the ship, get whatever, just get back here to meet up for the Syndicate to continue if you so choose. Yep. Cool. So, With that, I mean, that actually does... Are... That's the end of the Lost Fleet campaign, then. Yes, it is. That is the end of the Lost Fleet, and pretty much uh, Season 1, Wrathful Rhapsody. Yeah. Wrapped up. Next season, we get to fuck around in Chris's world. Yep, we're on free roam, open world, play around, do whatever the hell you want, world. Now, Frank, you can kill and eat anything without fucking up a planned campaign. How do you feel about that? Not as good, actually. It doesn't mean much when there aren't consequences. (laughs) It doesn't mean there aren't consequences. It just means it won't fuck up a (laughs) storyline. But that means the consequences are less severe, or are they? Oh no, they're <laughs> still the same. Or are they? <laughs> I right. just won't have to do as much work. <laughs> Fair enough. See you all next season. We're out. We're out.